0: What is up? We're finally back. We know it's been a while. It's been a couple of weeks. Hope everybody had a good holiday season. I know we did, yes, right? Everybody have a good fucking uh, Christmas, New Year extravaganza. Yeah, it was sick. Um, as always, I'm Blake. I bought a, uh, I bought this old school Louisville Cousy at Goodwill today for 59 cents. So, And it's one of the fucking floaters, too. You know Classic what I mean? Fine. It's the foamies. That's, yeah, dude. This thing's got to be... Right it. there. It's got the... It's got the old
1: logo, dude. Oh yeah, it's got to be. Yeah,
0: yeah, dude. I can probably sell this. But I can probably flip this bad boy and make at least hundred percent profit. You
1: know, the only thing it'd be better. Would be, like, uh, we got Joe cardinal, and Logan. Right? What up? What? The fighting cardinal. Like, yeah,
0: that's true. If it was like that, I don't know how much shit they put that on. They just put this shitty like looks like your fucking five year old kid drew this cardinal head <laughs> logo and everything in like the eighties. Yeah, but
2: at least it so. looks he he has like that fucking scowl going on, so he looks a little fucking. He looks like he's ready to get into fucking.
0: Oh yeah, he looks a like he's ready tussle. to fucking lose this first responders bowl. Is what he fucking looks like. That's
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: So you know, always mad about it or something. But you know, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. Uh, we've always had a lot fucking happen. A lot happened in the last couple of weeks, and really a lot happened within the last like week or so, I guess. But. You know, end of the year, and as always, we're gonna get right into it. Unless you guys got something else, you guys got something else before we get get going. Nope. Let's Good, do it. Good to be back. Good to be back. Good to be back. I got a bush light. What you guys, what you guys got going on there?
2: Going with my roots, Dos Equis, You know what I'm saying? Kind oh, nice. of like have some, nice, man. Like, have like the whitest Mexican beer
0: there. Logan water. <laughs> yeah, Logan's sick. Everybody. Logan might have it. Have got I it. think we all know what it he is. it got me. He might have it. Might have finally got his ass. Uh all right. So probably survive. We got the NFL. Yeah, the he might be all right. We got the NFL right now on Drunk and Discord Early.
2: Yes we do. And I'm sure a lot of you guys have seen your fucking favorite teams play today. It is sun uh Sunday football, so We'll just go through the scores real quick and we'll do a little playoff talk. Won't get too much into the stats today. All right. First up, we had uh the Rams at the Ravens today. <laughs> the Rams beat the Ravens 20 to 19 and uh, that further slides the Ravens down the fucking playoff po- uh playoff chances. It's not looking good right now.
1: Dude, this all especially like, with a couple It all started like 4 weeks ago when they go for two. Like yeah. Do you think... That's literally what fucking did do it. Do you think John Harbaugh would <laughs> thought, like, oh, yeah, but, we're going to go for two and lose this game, and then the next four games, we lose them. Just all. All of them.
0: <laughs> Lamar Jackson gets hurt. He's out for two yeah. games.
2: It was, like, two games on, in a row, man. too, where they were in that fucking situation. Going, not in a row, but they had two games was, this year where they... So it was, go, it was the sh- game
1: that were mentioned. Then, there was a, then they just yeah. straight-up lost the game. And then the next game after that, they did it again. And yeah. they Well, they showed it all. Yeah, it was, like, two. the same... They showed it on, like, NFL Network or whatever. Like, John Harbaugh went over to his place. He's like, do you guys want to go fucking win this game or do you want me to kick the field goal and we go into overtime? So, like, I guess that's respectable because, like, especially in the wake of, like, the Urban Meyer shit where he's, like, not having any respect for, like, professional grown-ass men. At least John Harbaugh, as much as it kills me to say it, is being, like, a good coach and, like, saying, you know, hey, do you guys want to go for this win or do you want us to, like, fight in overtime? And they, like, they're like, they like, we're going to go win this football game. So, like, I mean, he's good. I think that sound bite coming out on the sideline after that game kind of probably saved him as far as, like, the ownership of the the Ravens or, like, the eyes of the fans, you know?
3: Yeah,
1: I, mean, I think he's kind I of mean, cemented also, so
0: far.
1: I'm, like, yeah. That's true. It's also good fans. that, like,
0: he didn't lose those games by, like, two touchdowns or something. You know what I mean? Like, you lose two games. So, like, if the last four games you're 2-2 two and two because you, you converted twice, you know what I mean, on on two points, like, that's good. But you're literally right. two points away from winning both those right. games. So, it's not like – it's shitty, obviously, and you're like, dude, come the fuck on. Like, maybe go back to the drawing board as far as play calling goes on those two plays, but – It's
1: like a patchwork offense, too. You right? know. Like they've had guys in and out, yeah. like – don't have a fucking yeah. running back
2: right yeah. now. I mean, yeah, they're getting okay, guys on the
0: fucking practice squad.
2: and it's shit. It's still funny to see, though.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No, no. it's it's still
2: it's still fucking terrible. I don't know. I think I respect All those right. decisions a little more than just Rams are a good team about. though.
0: You know what I mean, yeah, yeah Rams, Rams are a good play. team. Playing them close like that is. I don't think even. I don't know, man. I probably would expect them to get beat by more.
2: Yeah, that's like weird because I think the Rams are. They should have at least won by, like, a touchdown. That's just based off, like, all the talent they have. Right. But they've kind of done this all season where they've, like, had... They'll have, like, a big-ass blowout game, and then against a team that they should be, like, on paper, if you look at it on paper, they should be kind of, you know, dominating. Yeah. They just kind of, like, fucking come out a little fucking lazy.
1: Didn't Ramsey get a fight on the sideline, too, with, like, one of his teammates? Yeah. Like, through a hissy fit? Yeah. Nice. All cancer team, classic. All right, who we got next? Diva, yeah.
2: cornerback. <laughs> uh, we got uh, the Washington football team and the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, Eagles beat the uh, football team twenty to sixteen. Still no name. Um, and that puts the Eagles at nine and seven. And I think that I think they need a couple. They need, who are they playing next week?
1: Well, they need like the they need the Cowboys to lose tonight. Like right yeah. now. Yeah, they
2: finished the season against the Cowboys. So if the Cowboys lose tonight, and I think if they win next week, they're they got a shot. I don't know the whole fucking. It's looking math behind it. It's be looking a good card. for a
0: Cowboys loss right now.
1: For a wild card? Yeah, because they're not going to win the division. No, no chance.
0: But it's
1: looking good for a Cowboys the, loss right I see now. See the right. fans fall out of the stands as like Hertz was like walking yeah. out, of the, out of the field. <laughs> they're like you know, almost fell like. out. Shockingly, like the, the Eagles of... fans didn't like destroy him after they like fell out. They were actually like pretty civil. <laughs> They're just like, "Hey man, good picture." Like they weren't like if that was if that was in Philadelphia, they probably would have killed Jalen Hurts just like out of oh, yeah. joy. <laughs> like, <laughs> out of
3: those are pro- but those weren't like the absolute really fans.
1: City of those... love. <laughs> Those weren't the actual dude. like Philadelphia like fans. Things. Like right, those were right. just
2: fans that had that were Eagles fans and just showed up to the game because they were in the area, but they weren't right. actually from Philly. Because yeah. if they, yeah, like you said, if they know, were from dude. Philly, they've been throwing fucking cheese whiz and shit at them and they have fucking screaming fucking up. <laughs> 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 they've they been throwing fucking cheese at them and shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah, know, dude. Fucking. It could be one of those
0: situations where it's like. Uh, like a dog chasing a car, you know what I mean? And then it gets to it, and it's like, what the fuck do I do now? kind of like one of those things. I mean, they're all picked up in the stands <laughs> like, ah, fuck yeah, Jalen Hurts. And then they fall, and they're like right next to him. They're like, oh, fuck. And he's a lot bigger than the He just stopped and took some pictures with him.
1: And then he was smart, dude. He just kind of stood there until security started taking the people away. Because I bet if he would have tried to just like walk out of that situation, they would have chased him down the fucking tunnel. Like, sign my Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> <laughs>
2: all right Jim, what's up next dude? <laughs> uh next up we got the bucks at the jets uh fucking jets almost pulled it out but damn dude. as usual tom brady's fucking he does it again. somehow just fucking does it again just, pledged, the fucking just so clutch, bro i think they clinched the number one seed as well for the nfc Unless I'm mistaken on
1: that, for the South, they, no, they. I think they clinched the South. They did, did they clinch the NFC or just no, the South? No, the Packers still have the first seat. Okay, so they're number two right now. Yeah, I but they definitely they're clin- I mean, behind Dallas.
2: Dallas who yeah. has the has yes. it over? Them? Correct. <laughs> uh, mm. Yes. <laughs> Interesting. Well, they won. Uh, Jets gave it their all, but God bless their hearts, but. Jets fans don't know what to tell you anymore. It's getting rough. J e t s.
0: What one butt fumble and you're done, one, dude. Butt yep. one butt fumble and you're done for life, man.
2: Dude, I haven't I haven't actually heard that been brought up in quite a while. The butt fumble that was such a legendary moment in sports, though. Like for that, that, like old Mark Sanchez. I heard F- Mark Sanchez.
0: I heard him on a talk show the other day. It was on like fucking Dan Patrick or somebody in like the middle of the day. And and they were talking about the butt fumble. Mark Sanchez seems like a good dude about it. He was just like, yeah, USC was cool, but then I went to the NFL and sucked.
2: <laughs> I, was like, I think yeah. I know uh, what you're talking. That interview, I think he because he, they were asking him like, how how did you feel about like the backlash and shit? And I think he said something like, was like, well, you know, it's like it's not you never want to fucking lose a game or fucking fumble that way, but. It's like, at least I was in the NFL, and I was able to fucking make mistakes like that, which is more than a lot of these yeah, fucking shit talkers are
1: saying. What's,
2: I think he oh, said something worse. along those lines.
1: What's worse, the butt fumble or the double doink? Uh,
2: I'd say the butt fumble. They had, yeah, like, the so much fucking, worse. like... Nah, I think so. I don't know, man. That they had just so much, like... like people were talking boom. about that for so long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, like, they were always, like... That was, like, on almost, like, every fucking, like, sports meme page for, like, years after. It's, like... Remember
0: it Not Top like, 10? It was, like, the most yeah. winningest, oh, that's true. like, yeah. Not it was, Top 10, number, number one, four, 10 for, like, for, like, a yeah. year. Like, yeah. They like, they, like... That's true. They have a be, cold like, following track of it for,
2: like, a year. <laughs> They're, like, the butt fumble comes in again, number yeah, one of Not Top 10. And it was, like, the next fucking June. That's true. There was people making t-shirts about it and shit. It was fucking hilarious.
1: Yeah, dude. Maybe I just like the double joint more because I'm a Bear, uh, Packers fan, and I hate the Bears. Fuck that.
2: I understand that. <laughs> that know, a, fan yeah, bias that brings us. That's why I hate Tom Brady, and also brings us to the next one. Uh, Grow much, up! Much to this, the dismay of fucking Jets fans, the Patriots beat the Jaguars fifty to ten, oh, wow. just putting a hurtin' on them. And Shoot. I think that puts New England at number two. For the FC are they still have the number two spot or number three.
1: Should it's three. But they're good again. Mac
2: Jones is fucking They're good again. Really really fucking... they're good again. <laughs> Great. Yeah, Bill Belichick's getting what he wants. So there's that. Uh next game, Titans, Dolphins. Titans beat the Dolphins thirty four to three. And now are in the number one spot for the AFC without their best player. Or uh, I think he's coming back soon. So So here, like, that's the thing. Didn't
1: they say week 18? If he plays next week in any capacity, right, just to, like, work his legs out, get a couple carries, stiff arm some people into oblivion, and then they win the fucking one seat and they get another week off for him to get even more rest, and then they go into playoffs with home field advantage. Like, you need to watch out for Tennessee because they're – they're doing what they didn't do last year, and it's it's not letting Tannehill, like, lose the game for them. He, like, literally just mm-hmm. manages the game. That's all he does. Like.
2: <laughs> but the thing, the only way you win like that is if you have a great, a great defense, which they do, and yeah. a fucking outstanding running back, which yeah. hopefully he fucking comes back at 100%. And if I was them, I wouldn't fucking, I wouldn't give him too many carries. Like, and I wouldn't give him his full, like, 25-carry game. I'd you send know, him just out for him like
1: two series and then, like, all right, man, you worked him out. Like, get ready for playoffs.
2: <laughs> get, him, get him a little touchdown to make him, uh, to boost the morale. Yeah. You no, know? because I think he's still like, he's still top fucking. He's still top five in rushing. He might be the number, I don't know. He's either, he's like the top five in fucking rushing touchdowns still yeah. and yeah.
1: yards yeah. still today.
2: It's just fucking just insane,
1: insane statistical season. It's it is. is. He would have went way over Uh two thousand. He would have went way over two thousand if he would have kept playing. He's
2: he's doing what like running backs used to do consistently in the early two thousands. Like when like like you know this like in two thousand from like I'd say like right around two thousand nine two thousand ten is when quarterbacks kind of started taking over like the full fucking. Like way of the offense, the but like changes and everything. From up. like two for, for the longest time, like fucking, if you had like a like a number one running back, like that was the best position yeah, to have on it. the fucking. Field. That was the
1: first first dude to go in the fucking on your fantasy. That was like everyone was worried about if you had a running back like at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Like those were the guys winning the Heisman's, and like, you had
2: some great guys. Yeah. You had what fucking Ladainian Tomlinson, fucking Adrian Peterson. Oh, man, dude fucking the the bus the bus fucking,
1: uh, Sean Alexander like dude uh Sean Alexander fucking
2: yeah. uh what's what's that dude who's on the Chiefs Steven Jackson He scored like 29 touches No, not Steven Jackson. Oh fuck, I forgot about yeah, fucking Steven. Steven. Yeah, exactly. Holy
1: Steven shit. Jack. Chris Johnson at the Titans at that time. Like and that era kind of started <laughs> with like Eddie George coming into the Titans. Like that was like yeah. kind of the start of that era. So man, that's like yeah. There were some bruisers, man. Big dudes that could like yeah. run you over, but like started started had the speed to fucking yeah, he, just fucking
2: outrun everybody yeah, on the
1: field. He started kind of getting more of those tools Well, maybe not the bus. Out. Not <laughs> the bus, but the bus could catch out of the backfield, man. He had a He had some crispy hands.
2: He was—he had the acceleration, but he wasn't like super. But he was so fucking—I mean, when you have a name like the bus, like you don't really need to be super fast. Yeah. You just gotta just hit people. Gotta be a brave man and tackle that guy. <laughs> yeah.
1: But yeah, dude, that was a uh, that was a good era of football. I love that's one of my favorite.
2: Yeah.
1: When you had yeah, well, men, he just really kind of challenged people's too. manhood. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's you know like, Lewis. Like, that that yeah. was when the defensive guys were out of control too. I mean. Ray Lewis, fucking. Headhunting shit. Head, oh, the headhunters, man. John Lynch. Like, you got. Putting bounties you on got, the Yeah, oh, dude. Shit. The barber Brothers. Taylor. Tiki and Ronde. Like, that's like mm-hmm. one of those things. You got Warren Sapp. Yeah. Like, that, football is just better. <laughs> like, some of these dudes are, like, really good right now, but, man, football is. I think, like. I think. Late 90s, 2000s, early 2000s was, like, kind of like a sweet spot in football.
2: Yeah. One hundred percent, because like quarterbacks were still stars, but they didn't yeah. just like dominate every fucking asset yeah. or facet of the game. Not asset, yeah. rainy
0: moss. Uh, like, you know, we didn't give a fuck about concussions. Okay. <laughs> you no. know what I mean? <laughs> player was health probably wasn't probably as much like of a enough. concern.
1: He he broke forearm, yeah, no, 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 you broke your forearm, you know, just
2: fuck, wrap it up and fucking go back out there, bud.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, now it's like fucking break like the second eighth of your fucking pinky finger. And they're like, alright, you're out for the season, Personal. foul, yeah. Personal foul targeting eject the entire other team.
2: That's when quarterbacks, like, if you had, like, a 3,000 yard season back then, it was considered, that's like, 3,000 yards as a quarterback in, like, 2002 was, like, a really good year. And now it's, like, considered, like, a middling, like, yeah. you had, like, an alright year, having well, 3,000 passing yards. That was like, <laughs> and then you go, <laughs> that's wild also, to think about. you look
1: at it, that's, like, Vic. McNair, like Favre. Jesus, You dude. know what I mean? Like, you really start that was breaking a it down. Like, age, man. Holy crap. Like, that was obviously, like, I'm okay, like, so damn. so Bledsoe played, like, towards the end. Obviously, he was at the end of his career, but then Brady comes in. So they're, like, I mean, it was, it was, uh, like, Dilfer. Rich even fucking Dilfer, Gannon. Like, yeah, Rich Gannon. Like, it was, it was. Tim Brown. Special. Yeah. To, uh,. Jeez. Jim Tim. Couch, or is it Jim Couch? Who is it? He played for the- Tim Couch. Tim Couch. Yeah, he was Tim a Browns Couch, quarterback. Yeah, but he, he was like one him. of the better ones they had. Yeah, like, yeah.
2: They just sucked as an organization. They just <laughs> sucked. Yes, I mean, it's the Browns. <laughs> yeah, that's <is> true.
0: <laughs> yeah. he did it. He still had an overall disappointing career. But
2: I think uh, if he would have went to a different team, I mean, football is just better. Interesting conversation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we next up, we got probably Logan's favorite. Game, He got to catch the end of this, so we'll kind of let him take point. But we had the Chiefs at the Bengals. Bengals Mm -hmm. pulled out 34-31. Yeah. And the only thing I I really have to say about it is, like, I think the guy with the most fucking, like, swagger in the NFL right now might be Joe Burrow. I mean, he just fucking (laughs) – his overall fucking level of confidence and, like, every time he just – he's just a winner. And the cigar thing after the fucking – in the interviews is, like, it has to – that's, like, all-time fucking – one of my favorite things that I've seen dudes do in a fucking post game interview, well, is and he's they been were out the cigars.
1: They were talking about it in the like the post game on like CBS, and uh, I can't remember which one said it, but he's like, you know, it borderlines on cocky, but he's also good enough to back it up, and you almost want that from your your quarterback. Like you don't want fucking Aaron Rodgers, who's like fucking wishy washy and like whining and complaining about dumbass shit, like. You want, like, early years Aaron Rodgers where he was like, yeah, well, we're, I'm fucking Aaron Rodgers, like, deal with it. And, like, goes out and wins fucking Super Bowls. That's, like, what Joe Burrow is doing right now. He's like, yeah. And he said in the postgame interview with the uh, the sideline reporter, he's like, she's like, well, what do you – like, What what's in your mind when you're trying to hit Jamar Chase, like, on, a, on these deep routes? He's like, you know that meme where it's just – he's out there somewhere? He's like, it's pretty much it. I just throw it out there and let him catch it. Like, and that's like <laughs> – Dude, that's got to have some balls to say that. Like, as, like, a second-year quarterback who really is kind of a rookie because you got hurt last year, like, that's pretty funny. That game was awesome. Like, I'm really glad that, like, Cincinnati was like, you know what? We're not going to fucking try and, like, just win this on a field goal and leave, like, a minute on the clock. They actually did, like, a really good job and got helped with some, like, late penalties by KC, like – they had a holding call in the in the end zone that gave them the like the automatic first down on the hat line and then half distance to the goal. Like they actually went out and like managed that well. And then after that, and they so they, they ran a play to score the touchdown on fourth down. There's offsetting penalties. They go and do it again. Then there's the holding in the in the end zone, which gives them the automatic first down. So they take a knee, run the clock out, spike the ball with two seconds left. And then when they take the – when they the play happened with the holding call in the end zone, Burrow actually got hurt. Like, he came out of the game. And they just, like, trot the backup out there. He takes the knee and then spikes the ball, and they kick the field goal and walk off. Like, it was like – it was cool to see them not just, like, kick the field goal with, like, a minute and, like, 20 left and, like, give it back to Mahomes and try and play defense. Like, they just managed the clock well. and played like smart. Two. Yeah, they knew that, like – I mean maybe someone could say it was set up but they knew that like maybe maybe someone knew that like Casey was being super fucking aggressive in the end zone on like red zone passes and that they could probably get some type of penalty because like they just they just knew they were playing that aggressive cuz and like at that point in time you know the refs are absolutely going to be watching like hardcore for anything you know more than they are in like a middle of the third you know end zone yeah. red zone play like yeah so it was pretty cool, and yeah, it's like now, a lot more fucking... like right there, they clinched the AFC North, so they're in playoffs, and they've knocked KC off the top spot, which helps out Tennessee, which like, okay, well, you know. It helps out Tennessee. Kind of build your own worst helps enemy Helps out the Raiders, cause... like their
2: chances to fucking yeah. come in.
1: <laughs> but we'll see. It was just, like you said, it's cool. It's cool to see Burrow playing the way he's playing. Like, I'm really glad he's doing well. Ohio product. I don't give a fuck about Louisiana. Put there for one year. Straight up, that's a that's a <laughs> All guy. Them. Did he? Yeah.
0: Did he play? He played at LSU. Did he do pretty well
2: there? I mean, oh, you, you
1: you're not tracking. Yeah, tracking like the that. fucking like record-setting year. <laughs> Which is that? Oh, uh, we'll talk about that in college football.
2: Okay. Yeah. yeah good, good game by Cincy. Congrats,
1: Cincy. Good shit,
2: Cincy. Next uh, up, got. Uh, Giants at the Bears. Uh, Bears absolutely fucking destroyed the Giants, twenty-nine to three. I really don't have much info on this, like what how it was fucking go. But I know Robert Quinn set the Bears season uh, single season sack record during this game, so good for him. That's cool. That's pretty (laughs) impressive. Given some of the defensive
1: Bears that have come through the, you know, yeah, there's There's some freaks.
2: Yeah, I mean, they fucking had two of the best, three of the best linebackers of all time. Not just, not counting some of their fucking defensive linemen they've had. Right. You could probably say the Bears have been like the linebacker team of the NFL. (laughs) Them and the Steelers, I'd say.
1: Yeah. 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 You guys know Brian Um, Erlacher has hair now? Yeah, dude, he got like full hair replacement. (laughs) Y'all seen that? I just saw him. I saw him on a
0: fucking
2: interview, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Looks great. New Mexico yeah, yeah. product right there. The Lobo Brian Erlacher from, is really, yeah, yeah he's from uh, the north part of New Mexico. He played for. Oh, did he go to New Mexico State? No, he went to UNM. Yeah, so he's a Lobo. Minus points About for him. that, but he's still still from the home t- from the home state, so got to root
1: for him.
0: Nice man. Nice, yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool. Well, you guys here to everybody?
1: So. That's another one Brian Urlacher. <laughs> They're talking about that era. That's Brian Urlacher.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. One of my favorite fucking players to watch, even though I'm not a Bears fan, but Yeah. He's just fucking badass dude. <clears throat> uh next up, I had the Falcons at the Falcons at Bills and Bills beat them 29-15, which I think they are still in a wild card spot. I don't know if they clinched the playoffs already. I think they might have with that one.
1: It might come down with you. tonight's games. Where, like yeah. the game's going on right now. But
2: Prennip's probably happy. So, fuck,
1: fuck blue cheese. Fuck the bills.
2: Blue cheese Rates. does suck. I, I'm man. actually in a disagreement with you guys with that. I don't know if this has gotten actually. I like blue cheese on my wings. I, I know should have fucking be...
0: known, Joe. I should have fucking known, dude.
2: I don't, I don't mind ranch on, me? on wings, but I, I'd rather have blue cheese. I don't know what it, what it is. I just like it more.
1: You probably eat your hot dogs from the center too. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> you have to eat your burritos. All right, well, night. that's the last episode of Drunken Disportos. Burritos. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, thanks for listening. We're not. <laughs> thanks everybody for listening.
2: We're fucking done.
0: Dude, come on, man. Blue cheese, really? What's it's just worse sour, gross well, again, ranch.
2: What? No, it's not. It's cheese. It's just fucking. It's, it's moldy cheese.
0: ass cheese, dog. Getting...
2: I mean, it's good, man. I don't know what, what to tell cheese? you guys. Like, if you guys, it's an all acquired right, taste. Right, it's dude. an acquired. That's what. Okay. I mean. it's all it is, man.
1: Yeah, it's what. It's right, the taste I like you get it more. Sniffing your fucking nose up the bills asses all the fucking your life. That's what it is.
2: <laughs> I mean, you can call it that, man. It's, I'm not. A, I don't really fucking have a stake in the bill's argument at all but i just <laughs> do like you keep blue cheese. blue cheese do you keep blue
0: cheese in your house Joe?
2: no see that's the thing it's not like a comment like i'll keep i have ranch in my fridge but i don't have blue cheese dressing in my fridge but if i'm going to go get okay, wings this like this is at, getting better this is getting at better at b dubs i'm going to ask for blue cheese just as that's my preference but it's not like something that i fucking put on everything by any means
0: which ones did you say you like better? Not
2: on wings,
1: just overall.
2: Oh, overall. I mean ranch, but yeah. like on wings,
1: yeah. I like blue okay. cheese. You can't put blue so cheese I guess on that's pizza. like you can't put blue cheese on no. A fuck hand no. I mean I wouldn't.
2: I don't like ranch on pizza either. To be honest, though, I just like pizza like that. I prefer hot sauce on pizza, but <laughs> but yeah, I forget. You guys have like soft you know taste what? buds. I, I What's for... the next game? I think you... we need to. Let's move on from this, dude. <laughs> <laughs> fucking pussy. Shut up, Blake. You like sweet pickles? Oh Jesus Christ! We're not buddy. fucking getting into this. Bulls, <laughs> we're not <laughs> fucking getting into this right now. We're not, <laughs> not getting into this. All right, we're moving on. What's the next fucking right, game? Gio? Next game, we got my Raiders at the Colts. Raiders fucking eke out the win, 23 twenty-three twenty. Derek Hart had a not an outstanding game, but he fucking looked a little more calm this week. Game-winning drive. Uh, they fucking. Oh, had the game-winning drive and defense, like kind of stepped up when they needed to, made a good, made good clutch stops. Um, I think our playoff chances are still up in the air, depending on if the. I think the Chargers are winning. Let me see. Are they already won? Yeah, they want the The Chargers won, so it'll come down to a tiebreaker next week between the Raiders and Chargers. Gargers already beat us once before, so if I think if we lose against them next week, then we're out mm. of wildcard contention completely. But with this win we, and the Ravens losing, our chances increased fucking exponentially. So, pretty happy for that. But me and Logan were discussing it earlier. I was like, I could enjoy these playoffs or I could fucking <laughs> go into a depressive state because I'm gonna see them lose in the first round again. You never know. Yeah, And that's How's it gonna feel if they the lose only, by
1: three? Like literally a last second field goal. How's that gonna make? Dude, that better? would hurt.
2: Mm. That would hurt bad. Um Did I think it would hurt that? more if we just got I don't <laughs> I don't know if I would I think I'd have to I'd have like a fucking solid week and a half of just binge drinking. I
1: mean I mean I I, I, I can't know, even I, can I, can I can't it. even I didn't even watch the Buckeyes yesterday. That's how much I can't handle that right now.
2: I I couldn't even I can't handle it when they beat Kansas City on a fucking meaningless regular season game so like <laughs> I can only imagine like it, it didn't hurt that much fucking when we lost in the playoffs I mean it hurt like in 2016 when we lost in the playoffs but Derek Carr was hurt and it the the game the game where Derek Carr got hurt hurt way worse than it did for us what, to lose that did game. You lose I knew we were we were
1: on a last second field goal after a shitty fucking penalty like a defensive holding penalty. Their defensive pass interference penalty that puts them into field goal position, and they just don't—they don't even fucking take a second to think about it and try and go for the end zone. They just kick the fucking ball, and there's like 15 seconds left, and you have like one play to make it happen, and it just doesn't happen. How's that feel? I can see it in your eyes right now. I don't
2: That's like fucking. I'm already getting depressed about it, and we haven't even fucking technically made it into that situation. I'm like already like fuck, man. I don't know if I can handle that shit. That'd be rough. That'd be super rough. I don't I don't. I don't even think I've watched the NFL next year if that happened because I know they're just gonna probably like fucking. I mean, I, th- I I think they're gonna tear it all apart this season, but or this off season.
1: Like, I'm so scared to see that happen to the Packers that I would I would hope, most hope that they lose tonight and then they sit everybody because they already made playoffs next week. So then they lose two and now they're just a wild card like or or they're a uh, uh, NFC North champs like going into playoffs and not with home field advantage like being the number one seed and like. Go to, all the way to the NFC Championship again, just to fucking get throttled, like, or have Aaron Rodgers not fight for the team, like.
2: Let love the ability to fucking win the Super Bowl, though. Like, the Packers aren't fucking. They're definitely a fucking contender. For I don't think they're a pretender
1: at all. I mean, I think, the Bucks are fucking like intimidating, Rogers, and the dude. fuck,
2: obviously the fucking.
1: Huh. I think Aaron Rodgers is a pretender.
2: Yeah, a I mean he's fucking.
1: Fuck you Aaron Rodgers
2: I don't think he's he, His heart's not in football anymore any Like at all But
0: I think he's too much in the He's in the public eye too much You know what I mean I think he's more of a He's more of a celebrity now Than he's a football player I guess
2: Yeah he's you kind know? of He's almost like don't get mad, Logan. But he's almost like the LeBron James of football. Where like, you know, how LeBron, like, well, yeah. Now he's on this tries to be,
1: yeah, public shit. Yeah, like, it's a it's a fair comparison. It's, it's yeah. a fair Politics and crap. It's like he's on yeah. he's on Pat Mac yeah. every week. He's like, very the good. Fun. I get. I mean, I love Pat Mac, but that's like yeah. the one segment of Pat Mac that I do not watch because I just don't want to hear him talk about his dumb fucking beliefs. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, also, the way I judge these things is. Um, if they're not on one of my favorite teams, and my wife knows who they are, we got a we got a fucking that's problem.
2: That's true. You know Here, I mean? a big fan of
0: A, a- Rod. She know, no, not A Rod. Come on, Aaron Rodgers.
1: Well, yeah, that's A Rod. They, they call him A Rod. It's the other A Rod. They call him A Rod. Yeah, Rodgers. Yeah. R- Aaron Rodgers. They call they him A Rod.
0: R O D. They call him A Rod. They call him A Rod. It's all about the sound. All right. Well, I didn't know that. So. We've got yeah okay well she knows who he is you know what I mean but she doesn't know who plays you know shortstop for the Red Sox. Zander Bogats good, not in the public eye. Zander Bogats but anyway yeah. so that's just that's just the, you know that's the way I think about these things So
2: yeah it's pretty valid um yeah pretty valid I'll finish off NFL real quick three games that are going on right now currently we got. Lions at the Seahawks in the fourth quarter with seven minutes left. And mm-hmm. fucking Seahawks are beating Lions 45-29. Real thing about the Lions, though, last when they I think they won like what last they, they snapped they off beat? like two in a row. They snapped off <laughs> like two in a row, but they yeah. like ended some streaks too. They beat some pretty fucking good teams. Um so good for them. <laughs> and then uh Texans at 49ers just ended 23-7. I think 49ers are going to be another fucking NFC team to contend with. Yeah. Maybe like even a dark horse almost. But I think with Jimmy Jimmy G at the quarterback there, it's almost like.
1: I think they had Trey Lance playing today. Did they have him playing today? I think so. I think I saw something. Yeah,
2: if they put him in, then maybe. But, I mean, he's still kind of young, too. I don't think. Yeah. Well, he threw two touchdown passes, so I'll shut the fuck up. Yep. <laughs> Yep. All right. And then last game, uh, Cardinals at Cowboys. And Cardinals are currently winning twenty-five fourteen, with five minutes and forty-five seconds left in the fourth. fourth. So, not looking good for Dallas.
1: Then it's what Packers Vikings tonight. Nope. And Steelers Browns tomorrow night for Monday Night Football. So.
2: Yep. And I think the Browns are they technically mathematically eliminated?
1: At this point, I think the once, When the when Cincinnati clinched today, like that's it. So, but like, you fucking, have, uh, but the Ravens lost too. Oh, I don't know. I'd have to, so win that's it. like, they may have you to know change. what I mean? Because I think they were but They're probably gonna lose to the Steelers, though. So. but they probably would need like hey, the Raiders yeah, to fun. lose too. Sorry, yeah, go it's, ahead. it's
2: probably just a mess. The AFC is a mess, hmm.
0: it's uh now 25 20. I guess Dallas kicked a field goal 25 20. Arizona's getting it back but they're only up by five and they got there's still four minutes left in the fourth
1: or maybe mine did not so, this could happen this could happen
0: uh, it, could, it could get a little interesting it could get a little interesting there Yeah. know um, yep um, cool I don't really have anything else cool, for cool, cool. NFL
2: that's the that's the week that's the segment
0: <laughs> nice nice dude i tell you what we we got some fucking hockey Hockey. I'm All a right. big hockey guy now. I went to I went to a ECHL game this past weekend, so I kinda yeah, know been, exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> I've
2: been slacking on my uh my homework on hockey, so Joe but, David, Joe, what do
0: you think a hockey jersey is called? What's that? What what do you think a hockey jersey is called?
2: Is it not called a jersey?
0: I thought the same thing. It's called it a sweater. It's a sweater? They call it a sweater. Oh, yeah. Well, it looks it's like a jersey. Big. I'm kind of digging that. I know.
1: Yeah.
2: It's a hockey sweater, sweater jersey. Or not just a sweater. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So it was a little fun. fact kind there. Now that I think about it, yeah. I mean, it is on ice. It's probably cold. <laughs> should probably wear a sweater. Yeah. Probably should. You should wear a sweater, don't Especially you? Especially if you're going to go watch a hockey game. I would.
3: <laughs>
1: Then uh, we'll run through some quick standings here. Um the Atlantic are now your two-time defending champs, Tampa Bay Lightning with 21 wins, 8 losses, and 5 overtime losses. Um, they're starting to come around. They got some players back off the IR, so uh, it's probably going to be pretty miserable in the Atlantic from here on out. Uh, in the Central, we have the Blues leading at 19, 9, and 5. Uh, they're on a two-game win streak. They just beat the Wild last night. Who are third in that division? Um, the Abs are sitting at fourth, so that division is going to get really hairy. They got the Preds sitting at two, so <clears throat> that could that could really come down to the wire in the early late late uh, late winter early spring. In the Metropolitan, the Capitals have taken over the number one spot at 26 and eight. Um, they're only three points ahead of the Canes. Uh, that's another. I think this division is going to turn into a uh, a shit show towards the end of the season, just because the Ra- rangers and pens are all right there, and there's a lot going on with uh, the COVID shit. So there's a lot of players like in and out. If if the Hurricanes and the Rangers get some of their guys back, it's gonna it's gonna get close. Um, Hurricanes right now are on a four four game win streak, so <clears throat> they're close. Penguins are on an eight game win streak. They're they got some momentum. And then finally, in the Pacific, your Vegas, Golden Knights, have taken over first place. 22 wins, 12 losses. They haven't lost a single game in overtime, which is awesome. Uh, the Ducks have moved up to second in that division. The yeah. Flames are down to three. Um, there's, I think right now, by the way it looks, as long as Vegas stays healthy and then Jack Eichel ends up coming back like he's supposed to after his surgery, uh, Vegas is going to be super dangerous because... <clears throat> That goalie's playing like lights out right now. So uh, that's where we stand with hockey. The big news, I guess, while we were all enjoying the holiday season, uh, the NHL has completely decided that they will not participate in the Olympics, which we talked about on some of the prior podcasts, on what that could do to certain teams. Um, So all those players that uh, may have left their teams to go play for their, their countries, will no longer be doing that, and I think a lot of that has to do with um, the fact that China itself is mandating that you have a 15-day quarantine if you test positive or are around or a close contact with anyone who, who test positive while in the Olympic Village or during the time of the Olympics. So if you think about that, like if you, you're already there for three weeks, it's the Olympics there or something like that, two, two and a half, three weeks, right? And then... T- towards the end of that, someone you, on your team, test positive, like, that whole country's team is now going to be held for 15 days, and then I'm pretty sure it's, like, stuff like we were dealing with, where every time somebody, like, it's until the last negative test, so it's no longer, like, when it, you know, just from the start, the last negative test, or the first full neg- yeah. negative test, oh, god! so dude. then you have 15 days on top of that, it's, like, if you could have a guy gone for till so you till dudes. playoffs. Like
0: Yeah, then you have a dude out of the NHL for fucking like a third of the season. Yeah.
1: So I mean they were talking I think the only people it's kinda of funny, the only people that they think will possibly like say, you know, we're gonna go play the Olympics are the Russians <laughs> because they don't give a fuck. Um And I don't, I like, this is political. We don't really want to get into it, but I definitely see Putin being like, yeah, they're not fucking staying in China. So like, you know, um, yeah, that's definitely like probably like one of the only countries I could see having players like jump, but I don't, it seems like right now, as far as the NHL is going, they completely shut down through Christmas. They shut down to the 27th of Christmas, like while we were all kind of taking our break. And they, they canceled all those games and postponed them. So, there's going to be some late season hockey that's really going to have some probably big, big, uh, like, uh, I can't think of the word I'm looking for now, um, implications on how, like, playoffs end up and how the rest of the season goes. So, it's going to get pretty good here come February. I'm I'm excited. Hockey's getting tuned up. We had the Winter Classic yesterday. It was negative eight. The windshell felt like negative 25. They were playing up in Minnesota at the Twins' uh, target, target field for the Twins, man. Like, ah, oh, no, man. You can't. It was awesome. You can't look at that and be like, that's stupid. It was awesome like, to watch. That'll give you a, a good old hockey boner right there.
0: Yeah. It was cool to watch. Uh, also, they had to heat the fucking ice. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, normally it's like, that. hey, we keep it cold. It got so cold. It was, it no problem. Yeah. yeah, it got so cold, they had to heat the fucking ice. Cream. It was bad. It was, Minnesota. The guys were putting the balm on their ears. Like, that's a rough oh, one. Oh, yeah. That's a rough one. But, yeah, good stuff.
0: Yeah, the announcers were talking about how the puck was, like, frozen as fuck. And I was like, I didn't even think the puck would get frozen. Right. So, but it was fun. It was fun to watch, man.
1: So that's where we're at with hockey right now. We'll be diving in a little deeper as we go on from here
0: Oh yeah. And you know, old Blake got to pick a new team. I'm no longer with the Panthers everybody. I know you're on the edge of your seat every week wondering how Blake's Panthers are doing. But don't worry, they're not my Panthers anymore. I just my heart's not in it. I got to <laughs> I got to figure something out. I got to figure you know, I got to do some soul searching I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm leaning, you know, geographically. I've got the Predators and the Blue Jackets. Um, those are really my only two options. I guess St. Louis is kind of close.
1: It's not a bad. Two-off.
0: But I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to. We'll have to get down to that. Uh, all right. There we are for hockey. For hockey, we got Major League Baseball coming up, and guess what? Ain't shit going on right now. Obviously, still the lockout. They're talking. They're talking that the you know, the MLBPA and the league aren't aren't really even aren't really even doing serious discussions or having serious discussions until mid January, you know, January twentieth around that around that time frame. Um so that's kinda kinda what we're dealing with. But we've had some news this week. Kyle Seeger, the third baseman for um, for the Seattle Mariners. Corey Seager's brother retires. Uh, kind of shocking for guys who, who watch a lot of baseball. He's kind of been a fixture of the Mariners for, for uh, you know, a few years now, and not a guy you expect all of a sudden to be like, hey man, we're retiring or I'm retired. So uh, he's 34, uh, and he had a good, a really solid 2021 season. He hit 35 home runs, had 101 RBIs, and the biggest thing was that he played in every game last season but three of them so he had three rest days in a 162 game regular season last year um and you know not really no significant injury obviously um but you know i i don't know i kind of get it guys are retiring some guys are just retiring earlier now like i get it man that guy's probably made all the money he's gonna make or all the money that he cares to make and has managed it well, I would assume. So
1: I wonder if some of it has to do he feels with, comfortable retiring with now. this, like, not only COVID, but, like, this shit that's going on with, like, the MLBPA and, like, how they're trying to fight for these, like, journeyman players that are, like, you know, in their 30s that, you know, probably have maybe, you know, five, six seasons left where they kind of just, like, jip them on these contracts. And he's just like, I'm not going to sit through another. Yeah deliberation between like you know a lockout and stuff and then try and fucking turn around and play when like i need every bit of the off season that i can get because like i'm running old like (laughs) like
0: yeah yeah i mean he is 34 it's not it's not old but it's not young you know so he is probably nearing that like end of career contract that's like basically a take what you can get kind of contract yeah so I kind of get like you know him not wanting to take that contract, just being like, "Fuck it, I've already you know I've right. already done what I want to do in the MLB."
1: And, and I think they were saying on you know he doesn't need to sit there and. I think they were saying on one of the games I heard earlier, like the broadcasters saying, I think it was like Eggman or Buck or somebody, which I hate, but um, they were talking about like uh, Jimmy Johnson. Oh, Jimmy Johnson. Coach Johnson always says like, you know, if a player's talking about retirement, he's already retired in his head. Like, and I think that goes for, like, across pro sports. Like, if if a guy's, like, contemplating it or, like, you know, giving, like, full answers in post, post-game post press conferences and, like, you know, breaking down what retirement might look like, like, he's already retired in his head. Like, because the guys that aren't retired, they're yeah. like, oh, I don't want to talk about it right now. Like, like I'm not retiring. Let's not talk about it.
0: Yeah yeah that's true they shut it down immediately yeah. and they're like yeah absolutely fucking not so, i mean and then you uh, only missed kind of interesting going with the aaron rogers stuff that's kind of interesting going with the aaron rogers stuff man right. he's it's like oh, I oh well i might and it's like it's all he's he talks- fucking are you or right it's
1: all he was talking about at the beginning of the season like it was a bunch of shit that he like put in through the middle of the season it comes up with covid and then like we're not even through the season yet and someone like hey well are you gonna make a decision and it's like kind of like one of those weeks where we don't have like a big game so they just decide that they want to talk about this bullshit again and bring more shit into the locker room. He's like, I won't, oh, I'll make a quick decision yeah. this time. It's like, you shouldn't even talk about, like, that. you shouldn't even answer that question. You should be like, it's the middle of the season. Why are you asking me this? You know? Like, yeah. But no, he's, exactly. he's like, so, you know, obviously, go ahead. No, it's just, like I said, if you're retired, if you're talking about it, you're retired. Like, why are you egging it up? Why are you bringing yeah. it in? I get that it's already, he already has said it but i don't it's hard to one thing that rogers has always done is like when people start getting freaked out about the season or like he's always like you know they're relaxed like that thing that came like 3 or 4 years ago like he's always focused on the season and he's not focused on the season right now you know he's post game uh, interviews he's like you know I, you know i'm thinking back like i got to remember that i'm like super blessed to be here and play in this environment and like you know when they played on christmas He's like, what's better than Lambeau at Christmas? Like, it's that type of thing. It's like, when players talk like that, they're retired. Like, you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, man. I, uh, you know, it's surprising, but um, it's somewhat refreshing in that, you know, and I wouldn't consider Kyle Seeger a superstar. But obviously a very good ball player, and a big loss for Seattle yeah, and baseball absolutely. in general.
1: That's That's a hole in your lineup.
0: Um, but it is a, it is somewhat refreshing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And it's a good. It's a little bit refreshing that he was kind of just like I don't know where I was like I'm retired. That's it. Yep. See you. Thanks. Not even like there wasn't there was no press conference where he's like maybe and then all this stuff comes out. that's like. Seventeen fucking articles about yeah. Kyle Seager maybe retiring. It's like no, I, it's like he's like okay, I'm done. I think baseball you know? players are better. And I you mean, you got to gotta think, work. man. That's a yeah. There's not a lot of. I mean, you know, obviously baseball is there. There's been some some bad guys playing the MLB, right. obviously, uh, and some guys for attention, doing it for attention. But but there's not a lot really compared to other leagues. Um, you know, so. But yeah, that's big news there. Uh, Kyle Seeger obviously a big loss for the MLB. But you know, that's a that's a fucking grind of a season, dude. 162 regular season games. That's a fucking grind. That's a, like yeah. at 34 years old. I mean, it's it's amazing the guys do it past 30, really. But you know, um, so we got that, and then the only other news really we have for um for Major League Baseball, which is actually. Somewhat big news is the uh, Hall of Fame ballot for this year, for 2022. We finally discovered how it worked. Um, so I'll just let you guys in on this. Uh, baseball writers are gonna votes on it. Um, so obviously, like very esteemed baseball writers who have been watching watching baseball, writing baseball for for years, um, years and years, probably too many years. Uh, they get ballots. They get ballots sent to them at the end of November. And they have to sign, and and they didn't give a specific date. It's literally just towards the latter part of November. And they have to sign and finalize those ballots uh, before December 31st. So this year on January 25th on MLB Network, they're gonna announce the 2022 Hall of Fame ballot. So whatever year it's announced in is what year the ballot's for. Okay. What, so January 25th will be 2022 ballot. Um, There's some, it's a good ballot. And it's really kind of getting to the point where it's guys... The only reason I say it's a good ballot is because it's guys that, like, the three of us saw when we were kids. Yes. So, like, in our mind, like, I look at this and I'm like, every player on here. Right. Put them all right. in. You know what I mean? Just because, like, I've heard every one of these names. Like, I remember these specific players, all of them, just because, like, it's like these are your childhood heroes. We're a baseball fan or you play baseball at any point in your life and you're around our age like these are the guys that you've been watching for or that you watched when you were like 10 you know what I mean right Um, so there are some big names on this especially for the you know for the Red Sox Yankees thing we got going on this podcast Uh, we got Kurt Schilling we got Roger Clemens on this we've got uh, Gary Sheffield got Manny Ramirez Andy Pettit you know some huge names. A-Rod and David Ortiz. Yeah. Mark DeShare is on it. Carl Crawford. Like, huge names for both the Yankees and the Red Sox. Huge names for baseball in general. Um, is Nomar on yet? And a lot of them are... Uh... I think Nomar was. nomar has been on before. Okay. He's like, I, I didn't know where he yeah. was at. Yeah. No, Nomar play, Nomar was before these guys. Okay. Um, so this is like, fuck, dude. This is like 2000s, like mid-2000s maybe, you know? I mean, Dave Ortiz last year was 2016. Yeah, So okay. it's, it's pretty pretty recent guys, really. Um, and about the last, there's 12 first ballots on here. Um, so, you know, Dave Ortiz and A-Rod are both first ballot right now. Um so we'll see man. We'll see but uh you know. You know I me mean, man, I'm a Red Sox fan bias obviously. I'm putting if I'm picking one player from this if I'm picking one player from this uh this ballot, I'm going Dave Ortiz.
3: Bobby.
1: I mean, that's just my pick. Really. That's probably pretty good. That's probably a pretty good pick. I don't think anyone, doesn't matter what you're a fan of, you're going to say, like, Poppy doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame or shouldn't be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Like, he's fucking... He's earned it. (laughs) He's earned it. Yeah. Yeah, and then you get into a little baseball history with, like... Go ahead. He's just got some, like, polarizing moments in his fucking career. Moments against the Yankees in playoffs. Moments of, like, you know, this is our fucking city, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. There's, like, he's got, like, major stuff, like, that's... He
0: does. He's got, during his career, he's got some big baseball history shit, you know, like, that he kind of made happen in his career, I guess. Um, (coughs) And really, I mean, really, dude. Yeah, technology hates me. Thank you. Nice. Um... (laughs) That was the most aggressive throw <laughs> I, didn't, I, was, I didn't I didn't want to
2: yeah, <laughs> I, I was trying to go for like a for a Jesus fucking smooth. Dude. I didn't want to interrupt your your thing. The hard count. And then it uh it's trying to get us to jump Completely, God, completely oh yeah. backfired. <laughs> yeah, holy shit. Time out.
0: Time out. Anyway, yeah, man, if it weren't for like the 2004, I, you know, that's obviously a huge case for David Ortiz, because um, some would argue, myself included, that he single-handedly won them that World Series. Uh, or single-handedly gave the Red Sox the opportunity to win the World Series. So, you know, out of that ballot, that's my pick. But uh, anyway, those uh, those results are coming out January 25th, and it's a good ballot. So we'll obviously have, a, have an episode update on that, and we'll let you guys know who gets in. Hell yeah. Good talk, guys.
3: <laughs> all right.
0: Yep. Yeah, thanks, Joe. Thanks, Joe, for all your MLB uh, additions there. Do my best. Uh, well, let's talk a little NCAA, NCAA men's basketball. Uh, we'll just talk the most recents for the top ten real quick. Uh, we got Baylor beating Iowa State, 77-72. Uh, that makes Baylor 13-0. They're an obvious number one right now. They're like the right now. They're like the Georgia of of college basketball. How Georgia was for football this year until the SEC championship. Like, there's nobody really, really that uh, they're not going to roll the game with Iowa State or Iowa State was close. Um,
1: but thirteen zero kind of speaks for itself. Are they, are they playing like uh, that big Duke defense? Over like in that sense, are huh? they playing like really good defense in that sense? Like, you know, who Baylor? Yeah. Or are they just – just uh, Baylor can just
0: fucking score, man. Baylor can play – Baylor's obvious – Like, obviously they're good at both, but Baylor's big thing is that they can score. Okay. And they can score last year. Um, so, that's kind of their thing now is they can score. They can really outscore their their opponents. But also, it's one of those things where they're like an adaptable team and they can play a good defense. Uh, like the Villanova-Baylor game earlier this year, Villanova at the time – was in the top twenty-five. I think they still are. Uh, there, it was like they held Villanova to like thirty-seven points for a full fucking. They just slow the game
1: down, operate.
0: Like, yeah. yeah, so they can kind of adapt to however the other team's playing, and you know, if they if they realize like it's gonna be fast-paced, like we need to score fucking hundred points, they can do it because they've done it a couple times this year. Or if they realize they need to like lock down and have Villanova score 37 points in fucking 40 minutes of basketball, they can do that as
2: well. Would you say they're the most balanced Uh, team then? uh, Yeah. As far as that goes? Looking like it at least?
0: I think so. I mean, they're... I think so. They're the team to beat. Them and Duke are the team to beat. Uh, Duke's number two. They beat... They beat Virginia Tech 76-65. Duke's 11-1 now. Three is Purdue. Still Still a very good team. They're playing Wisconsin tomorrow. Produced twelve and one, uh, so that was constantly a game to watch. I mean, I think I think Purdue's going to win it.
1: Obviously, this is when this is when, when basketball for me at least. This is when basketball, college basketball, gets like good after after the new year. You get into January, you get really good. I think you get really good games in January. February is a little dull until they start doing the the conference tournaments, and then the and, conference tournaments Right, and March from Madness. there on out, it's obviously March Madness. Yeah, like. Yeah. But January is like kind of like Purdue, the November Purdue's of football, right? Yeah.
0: You're kind of you're kind of seeing how things are going to set up. Yeah. Yeah. And like February is kind of just like you're kind of playing through and letting it ride, but January is like where teams a lot of times like come to their own and start playing yes. like their bat their brand of basketball, and everybody kind of figures out like, and we're figuring out that Baylor's fucking good. Yeah. Like yeah, you know, Baylor's. <laughs> Baylor and Duke and Purdue are all like like we're talking about how the the top 25 was all kind of mixed up when it first started right. and now it's kind of like the top 25 is kind of settling you yeah. know and kind of settling yeah. where it's supposed to be um so yeah Purdue and Wisconsin tomorrow Purdue is also their number four in scoring offense as far as points per game they're scoring 87.2 points per game which is fucking wild um so, four, you got Gonzaga. They're 11-2. They beat North Alabama about 30 the other night. Um, yeah. UCLA beats Marquette. The, uh, you know, they – oh, that was December 11th. UCLA has, I guess, postponed. They've had some COVID issues. Yeah. Had to postpone some games. They haven't played since December 11th. That's
1: what's been kind of crummy about um, this. Like, maybe, maybe January won't be as good as we thought it was because a lot of these games, like, through the holiday season that were, like, you know, they play those Christmas tournaments or, like, the – there's a New Year's Eve game, yeah. or so like they're not, they're not playing those games because like they're shutting down for COVID, and it's like, well, those are reps, like those, are, that's the stuff that you get, you get those shitty points of your game ironed out on those games, mm-hmm. and then that's when, that's why January is so good, but I don't know, it's been, I really wanted to see Ohio State play Kentucky because they were starting to kind of like trend yeah. upwards, and that was going to be like kind of one of those games where it's like, what do you really got, like. Is there still more work to be done, or, like, can we start, like, kind of in stride? And they canceled that game, and I was like, well, fuck. And both (laughs) teams were playing well. Yeah, yeah.
0: Both teams were kind of on the rise then too, is the thing. I don't know, man. Basketball is one of those sports, too, where it's like you you take a week off, and people are talking about, like, oh, shit, they haven't played in a week, you know? And it's like, historically, that's kind of been a big deal. God, if they take – Ten days off or whatever, everybody's like, they're you know, they're just kind of getting back yeah. into it, which is true. Um, especially after last year with nobody in the arena, right? And now it's full capacity again for the time being. You know what I mean? They're coming back into not playing for ten days and just practicing. Now they're coming back into a full arena. And dude, if you're playing at, if you're playing at Duke, you know what I mean? You're playing at Cameron.
1: That place is out. Yeah. You know,
0: that's that is. There's only 9,000 of those motherfuckers in there, yep. but that place is nuts. One they're on top of They're on it. Like. You know? So, yeah. So, um, that'll be something to watch out for. These teams that haven't played in a long time, like UCLA. UCLA is still pretty good, but they've, only played, they've played nine games. Everybody else is at like 13, 14 games, and they've played nine this year. Um, so, number six, Kansas. Beats George Mason, 76-67. A little closer Rock than top, you maybe. might expect. <laughs> um, but, Kansas. That makes Kansas 11-1. Uh, you've got USC 12-0 and wow. at number seven. They beat Georgia Tech. Uh, December. They haven't played since December 18th, um, 67-53. They beat Georgia USC's Tech. USC's not a huge basketball score uh, either. That could be part of it. No, they're not. They're not. So, we'll kind of see where that goes. If they're, you know, maybe an upcoming like West Coast team that might be pretty good. Um, so talked about Baylor beating Iowa State earlier. Iowa State still number eight at twelve and one, uh, and they lost to Baylor. But for Iowa State, man, that's like, I mean, you lose to number one. You know what I mean? Like that still proves out. And they lost fucking. Uh, what was it? They lost, like five. they lost by, like, five points. It was, like, 72 to 77, I think. I think it was 72-77. So you lose to no, your Iowa State. You lose to number one Baylor by right. five points. You're in there, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're you're in there. You're probably in the top five, realistically. Um, but you're definitely in there. You belong there. So kind of, a, kind of a, one of those, like, you know, I know people are like, oh, we don't do moral victories, but you fucking lose by five to number one, man. That's a moral victory if you're Iowa State. Like, you, at that point, you can't, I mean, you can be upset with losing, obviously, but you can't really be, like, too upset with it because you're like, wow, we only lost by five. Like, we're supposed to be here, you know, right. which is not really Iowa State's thing in basketball. Iowa State's not a traditional basketball school. I think um, – no, so, they'll be a, they'll be a fun team. To I was watch. just gonna say, I okay. think that's
2: my favorite thing about college basketball. I think besides, uh I think college basketball and MLB are like the two sports in reality that have the most parody out of every sport that's out there. Because like any during March Madness, number one, like the top dogs can go down, and you just have like a fucking a yeah. sixteen. Usually, 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 yeah, usually do, yeah, and they, it's just always fun to fucking see like some like what was that one a couple of years ago, Chicago LaZoya or whatever. You guys remember that Loyola, Loyola? yeah, Loyola, yeah. Or whatever.
1: like shit like that's like, like fucking awesome them and then in like was it <clears throat> listen I think this is back when we were in high school well I was in high school um it's like New England so they're like the Labradors yeah and they like they got all the way to the Elite Eight like that was yeah. huge everybody's like we're fucking Labradors fans like there's people walking around my high school with like oh, yeah. Labradors t-shirts on like <laughs> That was like that's oh, something. Yeah, dude.
0: The Shockers, fucking. Oh, the Shockers! Wichita yeah. State did it in like like 13, 14. Yeah. They they went to the yeah. final four. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. That's why March Madness is so fucking crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's why it's March Madness. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why March Madness is such a big deal. Um, so really, I mean, this top ten is like it matters, but it's still like. A good amount of these teams are gonna get fucking upset. Yeah, up it's Saturday gonna Saturday be. It's
1: awesome. yeah, gonna fuck your bracket whether up. It's all these teams that we whether it's their conference tournament or whether it's March Madness, just they're gonna fuck your bracket up. They suck. They all suck. None of this fucking
0: matters. <laughs> <bangers>. Uh Anyway, <laughs> Arizona. <laughs> uh, Arizona's is one at number nine. They got beat by Tennessee, who's number fourteen. And they lost 77-73, So not a bad loss. Uh, we'll see what happens uh, tomorrow when the new, new top twenty-five comes out. But that's uh that's their one loss. And then uh, Michigan State twelve and two at number ten over Northwestern seventy-three to sixty-seven today. Um, so you know they beat them by six. Kind of some close. They had to they had to score late. They had to score late. Michigan State did so. Well, you
1: can never count on you know, the
0: unranked, and no. That's true. That, hey, that motherfucker, dude, has ruined has ruined my March <laughs> at least, like, seven times
1: in my life. Yeah, Tom Izzo is in March. I swear
0: to fucking God, dude.
1: Tom Izzo and Son March of a is a bitch, like, man. It's like every time. That's like fucking Mario is starting. He, he won't games. go
0: anywhere else. He won't fucking go no. anywhere else.
2: Michigan State's his fucking home, man. Yeah. I don't know what his fucking is. He's like a, a fucking... Is.
0: Anytime Louisville meets Michigan State in the tournament, I think we've been, like, once or twice in my lifetime, dude. I Oh, it makes me so fucking mad every year. Tom
1: Izzo in March is, like, being in the lead in Mario Kart, and the girlfriend that you're basically about to break up with because you're fucking miserable with her has a blue shell, and she fucking hammers you with that thing. And embarrasses you in front of your board. That's a good fucking analogy. That's, that's the the a, a fucking solid analogy. <laughs> <enough. laughs>
2: You're just fucking that's what you no. like break, you fucking throw the controller like across the wall. There's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> break try to shatter it. That's a lot to unpack.
1: Let me be clear, that's never that's ever happened happen to me <laughs> Uh, Scouts honor. It's never happened in my uh, life. I've seen it happen.
2: Yeah, it's happened. My fucking wife does it to me every fucking time we play Mario Kart. And I fucking lose my goddamn mind.
1: <laughs>
2: Talk about Tom Izzo. You should see Anna Prospero in fucking on the fucking Rainbow Road. <laughs> That's fair. Good. That's fair.
0: Tom Izzo does it to me every March. So whatever. Uh, we're gonna get a little statty real quick. Just real, real quick. Um, We're going to go over a little scoring offense. um, And you'll see a little bit of crossover here with who I just talked about. Some crossover, some not so much. Uh, Arizona scoring the most points per game at at 89.5, almost 90. Um, Number two, Iowa at 87.9. Three is San Diego State at 87.2. They must be fucking giving up a bunch of points. Uh, (laughs) They've got Purdue at 87.2 at number four. So, you can see some crossover there with Arizona and uh, Purdue. Cornell's number five, whatever. Um, So, you can see a little crossover there. And then you've got Baylor at number 14. They're scoring 83 a game. Um, But, like I said, they can kind of do whatever the other team is going to do and still fucking beat them. Um, And then number 11, Kentucky's number 11 in scoring. Uh, And honestly, dude, they've got a dude, Oscar Shibway. Who is the best rebounder I've ever seen in college basketball? And that's, I mean, that team had Anthony Davis play for it. So
1: I can take you uh, a This long dude's ridiculous. Way. Yeah, but
2: Anthony Davis is also I soft hate
0: to say it. But <laughs> and there we go. So, I mean, it's
2: factual. It's a factual thing.
0: <laughs> uh, well, yeah, but Anthony Davis is still one yeah. of the best college basketball players yeah, to ever but... play in the, in the NCAA. But you know. No, we're not talking about his NBA. We're talking about when he was. A, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and I to see it because I fucking hate Kentucky. Uh, then you've got some other ranked teams in there. You got uh, for points per game, Alabama's 18, UCLA's 24. Uh, so obviously, you can see that this year it's not all about scoring. You know, it's not all it's not all lights out like Arizona's number one in scoring offense, but they're number nine. You know, and they have they have a loss. They got beat by Tennessee. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, field goal percentage, you have Gonzaga at number two. Gonzaga, Purdue, and Kansas are two, three, and four, respectively, and they're at 52 and 51%. Obviously fucking ridiculous. Um, uh, so, you know, it's kind of weird because you have more scoring, like, better scoring offenses in the top ten than you have good defenses. Um, so, that'll be something to watch. Uh, a lot of high-scoring games this year. So, um... But Baylor looks like looks like the fucking team to be right now. So, that's what we got for college basketball, though. Uh, unless you guys have anything else. We're still going to think uh, do a March Madness bracket
2: right
0: now. Uh, yeah, we got brackets. We're, like, I think they said, like, ten weeks No, ago. yeah, I just like... Also,
2: I want everybody to know... No, I was going to say we should, but, like... I know we kind of discussed it, but we should, like, make it, like... Show our fucking brackets on the fucking pod and shit, and you know, like you know how we had like the oh, yeah. golden, oh, we had, we had, had the, the golden gobbler, which I'm the reigning champ. No big deal. Uh, Shut the fuck up. Got dude. the trophy right here, actually. Pretty fucking sweet. Pretty oh, fucking cool, sweet. <laughs> yeah, it? added to my long list of uh, of fucking, fucking athletic achievements. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: goes on Joe's fucking trophy rack, and it's the it's pretty the only much trophy.
2: <laughs> <got everybody. So. laughs> it's like that, and then like the two plaques I've gotten in my army career.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's like a bowling, there's like a bowling club trophy on there from like six. No, Joe got
2: yeah, yeah, I was gonna say I'm terrible bowling, so that would be. <laughs> but uh, we should like get uh, a little. Just so everybody knows, Louisville's winning. I was gonna say, like, no, go get a little go fucking ahead. trophy Here. thing I want you to have for uh, the March Madness thing too. Come up with like a little name or that's, something. That's a good idea. Yeah, I'll come up with something for that. Yeah, I'll put a, I'll put oh, a yeah. bill a
1: on idea. my on my uh, bracket. I'll put one bill on my bracket.
3: Yeah.
2: Really, hundred
1: dollars, baby. One crispy. You mean one dollar. You <laughs> <One
2: dollar. laughs> no. did say a single bill. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
1: that means you did that means bill, that means one hundred yeah, in street done, talk, okay? It.
3: Gosh.
0: I know, dude. <laughs> I just I'll think about it, man. We might have to go fifty bucks or something. We'll
3: talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk
0: about it, everybody. We'll have, to, we'll have that by the next podcast. we winning by five though, with three minutes left. Sixty four to fifty nine against Georgia Tech, who sucks. So uh not not great. But you know, I mean, wins a win. Wins a win. So Ramblin' wreck. Fuck me, animals. Uh, all right, that's what we got. We're heading into our last segment, probably everybody's favorite every week. We got college football,
1: the last major college football update of the year, outside of waiting for Monday's big game. Um, I'll start with games that started on December, on the on Christmas. So we got Georgia State, Ball State at the Tax Act the Camilla Bowl. Georgia State wins fifty-one to twenty. And then on the twenty-seventh, we had Western Michigan play Quick uh, Nevada at the Quicken Lane Bowl. And they won 52 to 24. Boston College uh, in Eastern Carolina got canceled. That was a military bowl. Um, uh, some of these games get canceled, obviously. I mean, we've been through this. And if you didn't know, they were canceled because of COVID problems within the <clears throat> certain teams. Um, Super unfortunate. Which I'll get into after this. Yeah. Uh, then on the 27 28th, we had number 20 Houston play Auburn and the Ticket Smart Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl. Houston won seventeen to thirteen. That one went down to the wire. Um, oh, I'll save this one for Blake to come back. Um, <laughs> we'll move to the Mississippi State versus Texas Tech <laughs> game at the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. Uh, Texas Tech won thirty-four to seven. Uh, then the there was the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. Uh, West Virginia, Minnesota, uh, Minnesota won eighteen to six. Um, North Carolina State's game got canceled. And we'll wait till these headphones get on for Blake And he turns his mic on Here we go Turn that mic on, Blake Hell yeah
2: There we go He's back what We got, we got
1: uh, the Surf Pro First Responders Bowl on Tuesday, December 28th Fuck me, to East Louisville, 31-28 uh, Blake, what happened? The perennial uh, uh,
2: football powerhouse Air Force A little understandable
1: What happened? <laughs> Look, man you just give an Air Force one? Let me tell
0: you something. Let me tell you something. Think,
1: oh, it's the Armed Forces bullshit.
0: All right. I've been having this conversation with every Wool and Kentucky fan that I know. And let me tell you. We are too impatient as a fan base. we got to let this guy. He's been here for three. This is his third fucking season. That was my next question. All right. It's his third fucking season, dude.
1: How dangerous just that. Look, saying. man.
0: Nobody. Nobody who fucking who nobody who comes into these like Debo Sweeney took like six or seven years at fucking Clemson and now he sucks again. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like,
1: oh no, we suck again. That's not, that's <laughs> <laughs>
0: but it's one of those things where like we expect as a fan base. and I don't know why because we've had like again. I've said this before on this podcast. We've had like three fucking good seasons since I've been alive, right? And we've Net, we've one time been in contention for a championship once, and we fucking blew. It. But
3: anyway,
0: we gotta give this guy time. We gotta let him build up. Like Kentucky has honestly done it with with Mark Stoops, and he's been there for fucking like nine seasons, and he just crossed the 500 line. I'm not saying we should wait that long, but I am saying like as Louisville, who's not a traditional football power, we have to have some patience. And we have to let this guy get his recruits in, quit playing with Bobby Petrino's players, you know what I mean, and let him do his thing. And then in season six, if we go six and six, we'll be like, look, man, this is probably not fucking working out. But honestly, uh, that's a long answer to we just lost the fucking game because we're not that good right now.
1: How many did, Or just really not. Did you uh, have a lot of players opt out? What's up?
2: Yeah, that's a big factor. I don't know if,
1: no.
0: No, because we ha- we didn't, because we have 70 freshmen on the team. So, legitimately, we have 70 freshmen playing football for you, though. Okay. So, it's not like we've got guys, we had two, we had a couple of guys out last year for the draft, um, three, I think, but no, it's we didn't have not, anybody out, we're just like...
1: It's not an easy task that's just to where go we are. and beat a team like Air Force that has military-level discipline, even though it is Air Force, when you have 70 freshmen... And for Air Force, like, this is it. This is the game for them. A lot like Army, Navy. or Any 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 Armed Forces team is going to be like, this is, we made a bowl. Like, this is a big deal. And your players are like, yeah. we're in fucking, I don't know, where was the game? No one yeah. like, I think they were in Florida or something. It's like, we're here to fucking party. Like, this is the end of our season. So, like, yeah. it's it right. definitely. It was in Texas. It was in fucking Texas.
0: Uh-huh. And we're, uh-huh. like, we're like, we're in the ACC and we're playing in a fucking first responder bowl yeah. Like. That's what a lot of people make
2: the mistake about when they play a military school team. Like, they think, like, just because, you know, like, they they haven't, like, traditionally, like, unless you're talking about, like, the 40s, none of those teams are, like, considered winning programs. But, like, whenever they, like Mm -hmm. Logan was saying, when they make the bowl, like, they are going to fucking play 100% all the fucking time when they make a bowl. And... Yeah, every one of every, every couple you know, of years, those guys, good. like some of those cadets that come through and actually play for f- football, they get, like, some good-ass fucking players. Like, right. you know, so, I mean, you can't, you can't yeah. ever take them lightly. Yeah.
0: So, basically, what happened is we're yeah. just not
3: that
1: good. All right. So. <laughs> well, moving on. On December 29th, we had Maryland at, uh, play Virginia Tech in the New Era Pinstripe Bowl. Played at Yankee Stadium. Maryland won 54-10. Um, Clemson, number 19 Clemson, played Iowa State in the Cheez-Its Bowl, and Dabo got the Cheez-Its bath with a 20-13 to 13 win over Iowa State, which is kind of surprising, but they did not have Brace Young for Iowa State. They did have Brock Purdy, but they didn't have their, at one point, Heisman candidate running back. So um, that I think if they would have had him, they probably would probably, have beat Clemson. Um in the Valero Alamo Bowl, we had number 14, Oregon, against number 16, Oklahoma. And Oklahoma wins 47-32. to um, The Fenway Bowl, Wasabi Fenway Bowl, got canceled. That was SMU and Virginia. Hey! Sucks. Again, canceled due to COVID. Yeah. yeah. Uh, December 30th, we had another, uh, another rivalry weekend uh, replay. North Carolina, South Carolina, and the Dukes-Mayo Bowl. South Carolina goes and gets... If you haven't been paying attention, this is the first win for the SEC. And they win 38 21. And they give their coach the mayo bath. uh, Probably the. Honestly.
3: God,
0: that's fucking gross, bro. Like,
1: I like mayo, but. That's that's fucking gross, dude.
0: (laughs) Dude, I'd fucking uh, dump that mayo on me. (laughs) Like, I'd cut (laughs) everybody on the
2: fucking team. We're doing like right now. I like.
0: You're in the fucking transfer portal now. The thing, pussy dude, the thing with mayonnaise on. is like if
2: it's on a sandwich, you want a light layer. You don't want it fucking dripping out the goddamn sandwich because it's just fucking so heavy. So just imagine that just all over your fucking body. <laughs> just imagine like, you know, you, get <laughs> a, you go to fucking Burger King and you like get like a fucking Whopper and the mayo's just fucking like everywhere. They like put way too much. That's what that <laughs> motherfucker had to go through basically, but it was all over him. <laughs> Oh. oh. Yeah, dude. I would have
3: straight
0: up started. The next day the next day I'd be like, you know what, we're having a
2: practice <laughs> Everybody's day. running gassers the whole fucking day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck
1: yeah. In the Trans Perfect Music man, City man. Bowl, we had Tennessee versus Purdue. This game went into overtime. It was a great game, probably one of the best games of bowl season. Yeah. Uh, and Purdue pulls it out forty eight, forty five with a pretty big defensive stand on the goal line, then they turn around and just boot that ball right through the uprights. Um so at that point, that kicker didn't suck. Um, mm-hmm. And then we had the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Pittsburgh number twelve, Pittsburgh at number ten, Michigan State. Michigan State wins 31-21 without Kenneth Walker Jr. But Pittsburgh also did not have Kenny Pickett. Um, so that kind of that made that game. I mean, kind of mm-hmm. even honestly. Like you don't have. They're both offensive threats are out of the game. So um, turned out to be a pretty good one. Wisconsin played Arizona State in the SRS distribution Las Vegas Bowl. That's a shit ton of fucking yeah. to say. Uh, Wisconsin wins twenty to thirteen over Arizona State. Moving into the New Year's Eve games, we have number seventeen Wake Forest playing Rutgers. That gets in on a technicality because the team they were supposed to play, I believe it was A uh, and M, had to drop out of the bowl yeah. from COVID. So Rutgers gets in at a five and seven record. Which, if you don't know, you have to ha- you have to have six wins. To uh, to play in a bowl, um, Rutgers gets in on a five and seven record because basically they're the only team that's like, yeah, fuck it, we'll play, um, which is very great. <laughs> that's very Greg Shiano, Um in the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl, and they get throttled thirty-eight to ten. But they put up a hell of a fight. Which we were half. talking
0: about that. We were talking about that too. Uh, me and Logan were hanging out watching that game, and I was like, man, you know, it would be like, I would hate to see the SEC lose to a fucking right end. Rutgers team (laughs) but it would have been fucking awesome to see Rutgers just like get invited to this bowl like yeah that would be that would would have been the
1: best scenario 60 on somebody that would just like further just like you know
2: how how much that would blow the minds of like every fucking stupid ass SEC stand they just lost to the fucking to the Red Rider.
1: we'll get into that we'll get into that the Scarlet Knights the Scarlet Knights yeah yeah, yeah, my bad the Scarlet Knights
2: I thought it was a fucking no the red I was thinking of I was thinking of fucking uh, I was thinking of Texas Tech but that's the Red Raiders
1: (laughs) Red Raiders yeah get Uh, get that Raider rash we should start fucking a lot of of Raiders or a lot of fucking red (laughs) You you guys know what the Raider rash is Sounds like a fucking STD. Yeah, you get, no, I don't know it, you get it when you get with a Texas Tech girl. But, alright, that's we're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> and the no, Tony I the Tiger Sumble. We had Washington Tate State versus Central Michigan. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. And Washington State lost 24 to 21. Central Michigan gets their bowl win in the Tony the Tiger Bowl. Um, and then that night, obviously, New Year's Eve night. Prestigious. We have number four Cincinnati playing number one Alabama. If you live under a rock, you don't know what happened. But Alabama has a fairly dominating win. They only let Cincinnati score six. But they only scored 27. Which, I mean, honestly, looking back on the season, I don't think it's that shocking that Alabama didn't score that many points because they have had their struggles. But for them to take... Cincinnati and like only give them two field goals. It wasn't a, it wasn't like a touchdown and a missed field goal or an extra point. It was only two field goals. That's, um, that's kind of carrying over from what they did to, uh, to Georgia. So that's, I mean, Alabama's in it again and we'll see on January 10th. And they will be playing. Yeah. Also, good.
0: Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, I mean, they beat Cincinnati by three touchdowns, right? There's a lot of argument this year about, like, should Cincinnati be there or whatever. They beat them by 21, right? They beat them by three touchdowns. But but Alabama also beat Georgia by fucking 17. So it's not that big of a right. difference.
3: Right,
2: right.
0: Uh, you know what I mean? And, like, I don't know. That's a weird roundabout way to look at it, I guess, of, like, you know. But it still kind of speaks to, like, sure, Cincinnati, like, Cincinnati being in the playoff, not a bad
2: all. I think this year, besides just being like Georgia and Bama, like any other team besides those two, this year was just kind of like I mean, there was no there was no you clear had no third. Idea what you were getting. There was no clear third team, and the fact that yeah, I mean yeah, Cincy's biggest win was over Notre Dame, obviously, and as you know, you'll find out that's that wasn't their that wasn't a fucking great win, and the overall at the end of the season, looking back, that wasn't a great fucking win. But did they deserve to be there? Maybe not, but there really wasn't anybody else to put in that fucking situation either. Like, they were the – if you want to talk about the most deserving team, they probably were the most deserving team. Like, they were the only undefeated one besides uh, fucking –
1: That's kind of what – it's kind of one of those things where it's like dumb SEC backing biased people are going to be like, well, we're sure just put Auburn in or something stupid like that. Yeah. Like, they want Oklahoma because, like, they view them as an SEC school now. And it's like, okay, well, go look. Anyone else that was not, like did not play fucking well in their bowl at all. Like, the next three teams did not play well. And two of the three, I guess, that were next up. Three, well, three of the four, I guess. But that two played each other with Oklahoma State and Notre Dame. Like, they got wins, but not, like, decisive wins against teams that weren't, like, even in the top. So, like, really, Oklahoma got the only, like, kind of decisive win. But then again, it's like, who are they playing? You know? Like, Oregon? Yeah. Well, I guess I can't say anything because I'm an Ohio State fan and they beat us. But, like, Oregon totally skidded towards the end of the year. Like, hard. Like, to get dominated by Utah Utah the way yeah. they did, like, at the end of the season, back-to-back, that's like, that makes, like, Ohio State look bad. But then that, that makes Pac-12 look bad, too. But, yeah, and as you've heard us say, we move on to this. Yeah, obviously, number three Georgia, number two Michigan was the night game that night. Georgia started slow. It looked like Michigan might have had a chance. They jumped up fourteen on them, and then it was just they just rolled right over them and ended up winning thirty-four to eleven. So that is your that is your your national championship matchup right there. It is Alabama and Georgia on January tenth. Um, and then the last few games we've got, we have the New Year's Six bowls. We have Penn State at twenty or at the Outback Bowl at twenty-one Arkansas. Uh, Arkansas wins twenty-four to ten. We have Oklahoma number nine Oklahoma playing number five Notre Dame at the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. They take it down to the wire. Oklahoma State wins thirty-seven uh, thirty-five. O- Notre Dame just had no answer for for uh, what's his name Spence Spence towards the end of the game, dude. But and that kid, I think he's going to be something special coming out next year too.
2: Dude, it was so – like, the thing was, like, I got to see, like, pretty much the whole game. I, like, left in the fourth quarter, like, pretty early. Fairly early because I already saw the writing on the wall. Like, it was pretty – even though it was, like, close, like, yeah. you could already tell, like, just mm-hmm. looking at Notre Dame and Oklahoma State, like, who had the momentum going. But the fact is, like, you you jump up fucking 21-7 on them in the first half and, you know, you're pretty much dominating like, – the, our D line was pretty much dominating Oklahoma State the entire fucking first half. Like the uh, Spence couldn't get fucking comfortable. He couldn't fucking make his reads. They were shutting down the running game, and you know, just overall was having a fucking terrific game as far as like the defensive line and uh, pass rush was going. Then you come up, come out in the second half, and but the, and your fucking running problems are starting to show more and more throughout the game. I mean, you had... At no They had, I think, 45, 50-something pass attempts and, like, maybe, like, seven rushing attempts the whole game. Like, going into the third quarter, Notre Dame had negative... negative or going into the fourth quarter, Notre Dame had negative two rushing yards and, like, three almost 300-something passing yards. It was ridiculous, man. They couldn't... The, the, I don't know what it was, but they could not get the running game going and... Oklahoma figured it, Oklahoma State figured it out at the end of the day. And I think Kyle Hamilton also, like, declaring that he wasn't going to play it was a big part in our defense not even being able to, like, at the end of the day breaking down. You lose that fucking star free safety, like.
1: That's a that's a huge. That's a huge, yeah. It was huge. I mean, Cone? Totally probably would have locked up Spence alone. Like, he would have taken a lot of what he was looking at down the field away. Like. So, I mean, code played and to only lose good. by three or two, like, yeah. So, and then we've got Iowa, number fifteen Iowa at twenty-two Kentucky in the Verbo Citrus Bowl. Uh, Kentucky squeaks one out, twenty to seventeen. We have Baylor, number seven Baylor at number eight Ole Miss, and they thump Baylor really, twenty-one to set. Uh, Baylor thumps Ole Miss, twenty-one to seven. And the All State Sugar Bowl, the big thing in that is Matt Corral decided to play and got hurt in the first quarter, and I'm pretty sure it's a broken leg. Yeah. So. Like yeah. that's why you're gonna we'll bitch about it a lot uh, on guys not playing in games because like they it's like something that fans wanna see. But that's why those guys don't play. That right there. Like it takes one play and your NFL career could be like gone. Over. Like so um, Yeah, I don't think we should I like mean, hold it against he, them when they fixed it up. up but. No, absolutely not. Matt Corral like fired his team up, gave some really big emotional pre game speech, like he was he wanted to play that game and like I don't think if you if you asked him right now like do you or do you regret it he would probably be like not not one chance in hell like he wanted to be with his boys and that's what he did and like he went out the way any player probably wants to go out in that situation like playing football so and hopefully it's not too bad and he'll like you know move on but that's if you ever sitting there like why are these guys not playing it's like that right there that is why these guys don't play in some of these bowls. Um, Because they have no – it's literally a personal thing.
0: It does say that he just rolled his ankle and the x-rays were negative.
2: So
1: that's good. Okay. Oh, okay. So, well, and then right there, he doesn't come back in the game because, like, that's a scare. It's like, well, there you go. So good on him for going out there and, like, hanging with his boys. But, like, also good on him for being like, yeah, I probably shouldn't be out here. Like, (laughs) you know. I mean, I I think the way we should look at it.
0: Yeah. He probably wouldn't have played anyway, I don't think. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he would. I don't really think he had the option to come back in after they fucking. Right. No, I don't even. That's the thing. I think the coaches,
1: like Kiffin probably said, was like, dude, sit the fuck down. Like, you got bigger things coming. You know? Like, I do think that sometimes coaches have those conversations with their big players. They're like, look, man, you're not going to be here next year. We have to move on sometime. Like, I get that you want to, you know, give one more to your boys, but, like. Be smart. You're about to go make millions, you know. So, and then to to yeah. wrap it up, well, we have a few <laughs> games coming up, obviously, but there, uh, two really. But to wrap it up, we have the Granddaddy in the all, the Rose Bowl, number eleven Utah and number six Ohio State. It was an absolute offensive like onslaught. It was. I have not watched the game yet. Yeah, I turned it, it off after the first watch. quarter because I just cannot. I can't handle it anymore. The season's been so hard on me. <laughs> So I turned it off when my cousin was giving me updates, and it was just like he's like, touchdown, Ohio State, touchdown, Jackson Smith, and Jigba, touchdown, Utah, uh, fumbled, Jackson Smith, and Jigba, touchdown, Utah, and it's just back and forth, back and forth. And then Ohio State squeaks by 48 45. And the good thing about it, if you're an Ohio State fan, is we have no holes at wide receiver with Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson leaving. Jackson Smith and Jigba, Emeka Ibuka, and uh, James Harrison or Drum Harrison Jr. are going to be like if you think Olave and Wilson were good wait until next year because if you weren't paying attention or you haven't looked at some of the highlights the way that Stroud was throwing the ball is he looks like Burrow he really does he looks like Burrow's accuracy that year they won the, the national championship so he was just kind of dropping it over their shoulder it's it's exciting, but there's also the bad side where we gave up 45 points, and our defense still can't stop the run. We haven't we didn't run the ball, and we have one of the best prospects on the in the backfield with Travion Henderson, and we didn't see. I don't think we saw anything from uh, the backup running backs with Teague or Mayan Williams. So there's a lot of question. The big thing is we have Jim Knowles coming in from Oklahoma State. He's gonna He's going to turn – I think he's going to turn the program around pretty well. So – and then the only thing we have left, Tuesday, the 4th, tomorrow night, we have – or two nights from now, LSU-Kansas State in the Tax Act Texas Bowl. That game is on at uh, 9 o'clock on ESPN. And then Monday, January 10th, number three, Georgia, number one, Alabama, for all the marbles at 8 o'clock on ESPN. Right now, Georgia is a three-point favorite. So –
0: What's your
1: pick? I don't think Georgia gets beat twice. I don't think Georgia gets beat twice. I think I don't think so. I think Alabama is very good and like you have to play a perfect game to beat them. But I think Georgia like got woken up like, you know, having their butts handed to them in the SEC Championship. They played dominantly against one of the best rushing schools in the nation and like didn't give them a chance to breathe. So I think I think Georgia Georgia wins twenty-seven twenty-four.
2: I don't know, man. Uh,
1: oh, now he's gonna go on Bama. Side. I am.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Dude, every time I try to, every time I've gone, I the, the pride part, the fucking like one. fan part of me never. I never have once ever said like I think I want or I don't want Bama to win by any means, but I don't. I do fucking. I just don't think I can go against them on this one just because they, they just have this thing with, like, the whole SEC and really kind of all of college football. Like, you go into a game against Alabama, and it's like – it just fucking – the team and fucking uh, coaching schemes all fucking change, you know what I mean? Like, and I think with a team like Georgia that's kind of been, like, looking up at Alabama for so long – and then you saw how they played against them in the fucking uh, SEC championship. Um, I, I just don't, I don't see a scenario where Georgia can get that mental mentality out of their head about Alabama, and it's just hard to go against Saban and fucking those that that motherfucker.
0: <laughs> it is. I just, I think I'm, I think I'm down kind of with Logan on this one. That I don't think they're gonna lose twice. Like they got beat pretty bad in the SEC championship, but. I think they're too good to get beat twice by the same team in that in that short of time. You know? And it will almost be like Alabama spent their win against Georgia in the SEC yeah. championship. But also like I I can see both sides, Joe, where it's like Nick Saban and Alabama have played in this game and, and, how
2: many fucking yeah.
0: times. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like and, and by no 10. means am
2: I gonna be happy if I'm mm-hmm. right. Like if if, Al- if I'm right and Alabama wins, like I'm not gonna. It's not you're not gonna be. I'm not gonna be happy about it. I I really want would like to see Georgia win. I think There's, it'll be their first win since the like the '80s the or something right like now.
1: that. Yeah, the entirety of the nation right now is like we don't even want to watch this fucking game. But whatever, except no. for the South. That's it. Like <laughs> yeah, that's where we're at. But that's true.
0: Except for the fucking SEC. Yeah.
1: So that's that is to wrap up college football. Um. It's been a wild fucking year. Great to watch if you are not a powerhouse team. If yeah. you are not a fan of a powerhouse team, you are like, this is awesome. You know, look at all these losers just not being able to get I it. I disagree. Done. Well, unless you are Blake, but if you are, yeah, you know, the standard across the board, and I, I'm not even talking about like what happened during the season. All of the coaching moves in the off season and stuff have got some of these these standard. Powerhouse teams just in a absolute frenzy. I mean, and we talked about these on the, the podcast, but, like, you are already seeing some major changes happen in the Midwest with Notre Dame getting Freeman. Um, there's rumor that James Laurinaitis may go coach linebackers for Notre Dame. That is, like, as an Ohio State fan, I'll probably just blow my brains out. I'll probably just blow That's my brains out. That's wild. That is – That's not
2: even, like – And he was – I mean, you know this, but, like, Laurinaitis is, like, fucking – like you talk about one of the fucking legends of Ohio State football defense lore. Yeah. Like, it's Jesus man, that's a fucking huge name. I didn't even real. I didn't even know that. That's fucking wild. Did yeah, he, no, he, you said he said, you said
1: it's, you just ru- it's just a. It's just a. a rumor, right? It's not. But they they played together. Freeman and, and I just played together. And the only yeah, thing, yeah. I mean, that would make sense, is. but he, it was Yeah, he was announcing on like Big Ten Network, so. It's he's saying,
2: not. dude, it's saying it's pretty certain, man. I don't know. I would not I be mean, surprised at all. It says like, played together. It says that he's expected. Yeah. I'm excited for Freeman, but at the same and time, like, it's going to be – we still need it. We haven't – Notre Dame hasn't fucking put its money where its mouth has been for the last fucking decade, so we'll see. But, well,
1: it's because he had
0: fucking Brian Kelly, dude. Relax. Well, We're just yeah, talking like true. more
1: broadly, Big Ten Midwest football. But across the board, USC has already pulled a bunch of recruits away from people with the fact that um, Stoops – or not Stoops. Uh, why can I not think of his Lincoln name? Riley. Riley. Lincoln Riley has gone there. Um, the other big one, I guess, would be Kelly going down to Louisiana. But I don't know how much that's, like, having an effect on – I think it's having a negative effect. Actually, I think they're losing more players – than they're actually getting because of the family shit and all that. So, um, it'll be interesting. I mean, I'd rather see. play for Edo. Uh, yeah, uh, 100% absolutely. I would if rather play Louis, for Edo. Like yeah. like, uh, yeah, uh, Louisiana? Yeah. He just screams for Louisiana, for or <laughs> just the <laughs> south in general. It. Yeah. And then you get oh, this yeah.
2: pasty-ass please, fucking please. Bill Belichick wannabe. I swear, dude, I, I swear he tries yeah, to yeah. fucking impersonate him. I swear he does.
0: Um, well, not. I mean, yeah, that's true. He just kind of fucking
1: changes, changes his coat wherever he fucking goes. Yeah, now he's Dabo. Now he some thinks he's cream. Dabo. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But the the off season should be pretty interesting. Uh, here in the next couple of weeks, there'll be more commitments to some schools. The the All Star games, the high school All Star games, will be going on. And that's usually like you get like the Army All Star game. That's you get a lot of guys like uh, announce their commitments there, like. So we'll see. I'll, ha- I'll keep you updated on like bigger ones or big moves, any type of transfer portal stuff. Um, I don't know if I covered it in the last one. Uh, well, now I can't think of his name. The kid that went to Ohio State just to get a kombucha contract, he is now going back to Texas, where he's originally from. So Ewers, Quinn Ewers. Um, so he'll be back mm-hmm. in Texas next year. Texas is going into the SEC in three seasons-ish. So, but you guys got the, a, uh, the other thing. If you,
2: – Mario Auber, oh, he he chose I'm, you guys over, yeah, Bama, Texas, and others. Just,
1: just committed, yeah, yeah. That's just a committed, and then a roundup real quick. Um, almost forgot this of the conference, bowl, the bowl conference uh, records leading, I guess, right now. And it's really only because they played four games. <laughs> is the American <laughs> Conference at three and one? Um, Huh. Second is the ACC at two and, Hell yeah. at, or no, this so this is not in order. Leading right now is the Mountain West at five and one with a .833 win percentage. Wow. Second is a tie between the Sun Belt and the American, both played four games and are three and one. Third is the Big Twelve. They played seven and went four and two. The Big Ten is fifth at six and four. Independents are two and two at right at five hundred, and then you have the ACC at two and four, the Conference USA at three and five, the MAC at three and five, and the SEC at five and six. So, and that's like really, if you were paying attention to the scores as I was going through them. The SEC did not get a win until the New Year's New Year's Day bowls or New Year's Eve bowls, or the day before. Like, they want to talk about how they're this like great conference top to bottom, but they just do not win bowl games. And I get that. Oh well, we got a lot of players that sit out because we got so much talent. It's like if you have so much talent and it's always the SEC is reload not rebuild, then why the fuck aren't those players like? It was one of the reasons we we said like there like Bama would really have no problem with Georgia, uh, Cincinnati their third string is a fucking five-star when Cincinnati's third string is, like, a walk-on. Yeah. So, like, you're playing these teams that literally their third strings are walk-ons, and you're getting beat. Like, you just don't care because you're playing in the fucking Tony the Tiger Bowl? Like, or, like, are you really that good? And I really don't. I think it's that they're they're not that good. Like, so. Fuck the SEC. Yeah.
0: Heard that. All right. That wraps up... Uh... College football, and we are going to our Charmin Ultrasoft Player of the Week. Once, Persu- once again,
1: not a player. The Charmin Ultrasoft Peoples of the Week are it's a, football officials across yeah, the sorry, college.
0: We use correct
1: pronouns. College, uh, I don't know, landscape <laughs> and pro football, okay? Yes, in the, in the Georgia-Michigan game, a kid... McNamara throws a fucking coffin pass, like hangs his fucking running back out there to dry, and the kid from Georgia hits him squared up, head on the football, not on his chest, not like Rydell on the chin, like we all were taught. He hits, he puts his his forehead on the dude on the football in the dude's carrying hand, and just levels him, clean form tackles him. And they call a targeting. And that kid gets taken out, and now he's going to miss the first half of the National Championship game. In the Ohio State-Utah game last night, Jack Sawyer hits a dude from, like, behind. Tackles him from behind. The The quarterback is tripping as he gets tackled, and he hardly makes helmet-to-helmet contact with him. Jack Sawyer ejected. Like, what? Like, and that's just, like, the two that I can think of off the top of my head. These, I get that these safety precautions are being put in place because of like stuff that kind of happened today in the NFL with Antonio Brown um, which we can get into for like real quick after this but I just don't understand how these officials are comfortable with themselves like f- fucking games up the way they do when like we've said to some which, people they don't matter but to other teams like they are that is literally their, their national championship it's their time like
2: yeah. the biggest fuck fucked up thing about that is that they're absolutely like across sports in general like refs yeah. and ups there are no repercussions for them making a bad call like there needs to be some right. sort of fucking thing to where it's like if you fucked up a call and you made the wrong decision like you get a fucking like whatever bonuses that year you got are fucking gone like you have to be the thing yeah. is the thing we that sport like most major leagues and fucking honestly like the nCAA in general has let. Fucking refs get so lazy and complacent, and they give them this authoritarian uh, fucking. Or they just give them. they give them this fucking authority to where they they are this be all end all, and when most of the time it won't ever come down to them like can't, they can't like take a step back and be like oh I made a mistake. It's like oh this player or coach is challenging me he's fucking gone you know what I mean like they nev- yeah. there's no absolutely no fucking. No no, no incentive for them to like Try to be like masters of their craft Which you think like fucking If you made If you're fucking refereeing Or fucking calling an MLB game You would try to be The best that you could possibly be To fucking have the best outcome But it's that's clearly not the fucking case right now
3: Well I
0: think the big deal too Is like we all thought that when Replay and whatnot came in We'd be like This will make it better And Realistically, like, in reality, man, a lot of these things, like, you see on Replay, you you're like, oh, they'll definitely reverse that. Nope. And then they fucking don't. You just stand by just like, it. what the oh, fuck the, are you talking about?
1: It's the code, the official's code. We can't, like, tell our di- guy he's wrong. He saw it wrong. Like, that was the point. If like you're you said, fucking that wrong, you're wrong, yeah. bro. We don't, we've said it before, too. Why don't and they stop when it's, like, a big play or a big call and be like, look, let's get this fucking right. Let's go look. Let's really fucking look at it. Like, you know, or, like, I think... Oh, that, that targeting call that got put on Ohio State, they waited till like, almost they were about to, to go with their offense again. Like, everyone in the fucking stands saw it. It was close. They did, But they let them, like, they just let them almost go all the way up. And, like, if that snap would have gone off, like, now Utah doesn't get that call. Like, there's no consistency across the board where it's like, all right, it's close. Everyone in the fucking stands knows it's close. Let's just go look at it. No, they're like, wait to the absolute last second, you know. I don't know. It's just, it's bugging the piss out of me because I can't stand that officials have this much control on the game. It's like every sport. Yeah, when they're only it's supposed like sport, to be man. just that's like a, a, just they're just supposed to be there to make sure that no one breaks the rules. And it, and, that's it. and it
2: always comes down to their feelings. It never is actually about, like, what's the right call and what's, like, the fucking important for the game. It's always just like, well, I'm the ref. Right or I'm the I'm the, I'm the blue. Yeah. You can't fucking you can't talk you can't talk to me I'm like Jared that. You Jared. know what I mean? Yeah. Like every referee yeah. sh- so, should be treated with contempt.
1: I mean like and that's True. exactly like like what's it going to take? Of Is court. Bill's Mafia going to have to like drag a fucking official into this fucking parking lot and like smash In his head on the, on the on table. table? Like and then they're going to be like, "Well, maybe we should like probably pay more attention to like what's going on with our refs." Like Yeah.
3: That's probably what's going
1: to like, happen. Like is a ref going to have to be killed in the streets after a bad call for them to like fix it, you know? I don't know. I'm not saying that oh, do not okay, go kill refs. Real. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say we uh, are not we are not, 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 not we're not condoning, uh, we're not condoning, not condoning <laughs> it,
2: but we are merely posing a question. <laughs> no. yeah. Is that what it takes? Is it, that's is that yeah, when I mean, they fix it?
1: You know. Cuz something it, has, it shouldn't be that. It shouldn't go that fucking
2: Something has to change.
0: It shouldn't well And, like, you got to think, man, they don't even address it afterward. Like, that fucking call to end the National League Championship Series this year. That third strike check swing call where the guy obviously checked his swing and they called it a fucking strike, dude. That's, like, the best example of it because they they didn't revisit it and nothing was said there. was like, yeah, he was right. Yep. No, the fuck he wasn't, dude. It was not even close, man. And they ruined – they didn't ruin the season, but they ended that season right there. And, like, calls like that – Like, that's why you have to make... If it's a game-ending call, I think it needs to be reviewable. Yeah. Because that was not a reviewable call, technically. So, like, it was over. As soon as it made that call... It's like,
2: if you fuck that call up, like, in Uh, in the playoff game, like, you should be banned from... As a ref, or an ump, or anybody, you should be fucking banned from ever calling another playoff game. If you fuck that... If you fuck up that badly... It shouldn't even go that far. It should just be like, "Hey, let's
0: look at it right now and make the fucking right decision." And this game's not over, right? That game should have not been over. They should have sent both teams fucking back out there to to keep playing that game. But uh, hopefully, that'll that'll evolve as uh, replay balls. But uh, let's get this. What what, what happened with t-
1: Antonio Brown? So, and this kind of this kind of goes back to like the stuff we've kind of said in a few podcasts at the end. Like, call your buddies and make sure. <clears throat> your friends are okay. Um, Antonio Brown, now that more has come out, it's basically, he was told, this is what Bruce Arenas or, or Arians. Arians is saying now, that he was told to go into the game and he he refused twice. Brown refused twice. So Arians told him, get the hell out of here. Um, if you don't follow sports, um, Antonio Brown has had a plethora of on- and off-field issues, locker room issues, just, like, he's just – he's going through something. And, like, at first people kind of were like, well, he's just got a bad attitude. And now, like, after more has come out with just CTE and, like, mental health and the different players saying, like, they've got – there's more going on underneath the helmet than, like, people think. Um, And a lot of stuff that happened when he was kind of in limbo with the Steelers – they're like, all right. These are like telltale signs that this dude like may have like some type of CTE or some type of like mental anxiety. Like he's ha- he has a problem. Something's wrong. Something's not clicking with him. And one thing that the Bucks have done because he is such a great talent, uh, they've gone out of their way. Brady's gone out of his way to bring him into the team. Brady let him stay in his house like during camp and stuff. Like, to get him back on the team and get him back to, like, a winning mentality to see if that would help turn him around. And for the most part, I guess he hasn't really been that bad. But then some stuff happened where he may or may not have had a fake COVID card, vaccine card, and then there's he kind of got in some injuries, and now it's like you're getting back into the same stuff. And a lot of people were saying that what happened today – was because he was basically one away from everything, His all of his performance-based uh, bonuses. He was one touchdown away. He was basically like 15 yards, so like one catch away, and then actual catch, like a reception, away from getting all of those performance-based um, bonuses. So at, at first there was speculation that maybe like he was freaking out because he got benched and he's like right there, which like, I mean, if you're playing in the NFL and putting your body on the line, like and you're getting, you have these in your contract. You want them, and you're playing like that. You want them, and you know that Tom Brady's throwing you the football, and he knows he's done it for all of his players. He knows when guys need a catch, he knows when guys need a touchdown. He goes and gets it for him. Like, so there was speculation of that, but that again, it came out later that uh, Arians told him to go in. He didn't go in, and after the second time, he sat on the bench. Uh, I think he said he, he like got up, started making some movement, like he was gonna leave. Uh, Mike Evans talked to him, tried to talk him down. Brady came over and talked to him and was like, are you good? Like, stay in the game. And he, like, told Brady he was good. And then, like, something clicked. And he, like, he pulled his pads off. He threw him, threw his helmet. Pulled his, like, undershirt off, like his underarmor shirt off. Like, pulled his gloves off. Threw him into the stands. And then ran from, like, the buck side of the field all the way over. Like, a, through the end zone. Was, like, throwing up the deuces to the fans and stuff. And, like, ran down the tunnel and like it was like while wow, the bucks were making like their game winning drive and people didn't know what the fuck was going on but uh as as like mad as i am about like player like refs not doing well in the game i think i'm probably going to be more mad if if like it comes out in the next day or so and antonio brown kills himself or hurts somebody because he is clearly in trouble like he needs help he does not need Italy, to come back. Yeah. yeah, he does not need to come back to a team. He doesn't need to play anymore. He they, that team, the Bucks, and the NFL, with all of their, we're gonna go after this mental health initiative. You know, um, they need to they need to go and make sure that he gets the help that he needs. They did it earlier with that Vikings player. I'm not sure what his name was, but he like barricaded himself in his house and like there was a there was a pretty big deal with that. Like it was a pretty long standoff, like 18 hours or something like that. But they like the Vikings immediately. As soon as they got him out of that situation, they had him in like treatment. They got him help, and they're working with him still. Like, and they have him on the roster still, to in order to help him. Like, we we've made this cancer team where we're like we don't like these dudes that like just have these hissy fits and have like bad sportsmanship. But at the same time, these guys are, are proving that they have problems. It's been proven over and over and over and over and over again. Junior Seau, Aaron Hernandez. Like all, Antonio Brown is like the next one after that, and they're if they're not gonna do anything, and he goes and heaven forbid shoots himself tonight, or like like I know he did not go back with the team, and they did not say if any type of team officials or team staff were with him. They and the only thing Bruce Arena said said at the end of the in the press conference is he's no longer a buck. Now let's go talk about the guys who went and won the game, which like I get, but. You would think that those guys being around him that long would know that there is something wrong. Brady was like Brady I we like we need to help him. Brady was saying we need to help him. So like I know like people don't like Brady but like if Brady's saying that I think he's No, I, I mean he's that's, got some pretty good judgment okay. when it comes to players. Doesn't like,
2: like Brady. Yeah, I mean I'm sure he does. I was I'm not going to talk shit about him in that regard, but that's just yeah. more personal fan bias. But yeah. more than anything, well.
0: uh, But, you know, that's another, that's another uh, you know, one of those go check on your dudes kind of things. Yeah. Go check on your friends, you know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, that sounds like some pretty heavy shit. Uh, but I think that's all we got. For this yeah, just uh, one
2: else. last thing real quick. Not going to oh. take too long. Just, you know, as everybody probably already knows, uh, John Madden passed away last, this past week on Tuesday morning at the age of 85. Um, I don't think there's there's very few people in the history of the NFL that have had more of a lasting legacy on, on their players or their teams. Uh, first Raiders head coach to win a, a Super Bowl. Um, youngest head coach at the time in NFL history at 32, which is insane when you really think about it. Um, and really, he revolutionized... The way um NFL football is broadcasted and shown on TV as it is today. Yeah. Um without John Madden.
1: There's literally not um,
2: Yeah, without John Madden, you would it's not be you would that. not be watching football the same way as it is viewed right now. Yeah. The level of detail that they go it's through to fucking cover it.
1: Yeah. There's not a football fan out there that has not been impacted by Madden. Like we've all bought Madden. We've I think I don't know how how long ago did he stop. I forget how long ago he stopped broadcasting. It was a while ago. I, mean, I remember watching him call games on Thanksgiving. Like that may age me a little bit, yeah. but like.
2: <laughs> and uh, I mean, like, people didn't even know that. I didn't even know this, but he he fucking changed the way Madden was going to be originally uh, produced. They were originally going to make a seven on seven, oh really, a seven on seven video game in the eighties, and when they were interviewing Matt, wow. they were interviewing Madden for it for him to, like, give his opinion, because obviously it was going to be called John Madden Football. And he said, like, can we make it 11-on-11, you know, like normal football is played? And they said, no, that'll take too long. Well, he said, well, that's not good enough. And two years later, John Madden Football came out, and, you know,
1: now it's... It was 11-on-11. Yeah. It's history from there.
2: Yeah. (laughs) It's the most popular sports video game in in the world. Uh, So very sad. Um, Hits me, personally, because he's obviously... Raiders legend. And, you know, R.I.P. John Madden, rest in peace.
1: We will definitely have to, probably, yeah. what, next episode or episode after, we'll do a little John Madden, like, did you know? So I think by. It's a, I yeah,
2: have, like, a lot sure. of stuff on it. I wanted for to talk sure. more about it, but we're really running really <laughs> long on time. Yeah. So, yeah, I got a lot of good stuff that is pretty funny, and I was laughing about when I was reading it. Because it just, if you ever saw him call a game, you're just like, yeah. <laughs> it. I really appreciate the person and the memory. It's, it's awesome. awesome. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Obviously, huge loss for the NFL, and you know, huge loss yeah. for football in general. Uh, so, all right, all right. First podcast back for a while. Uh, as always, thanks for listening. Just we'll Wednesday see you
3: next week. Later.